Hello everyone and welcome to the Joy Clicks Gamescast. This is episode 38. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined by the cozy conductor and the first ever Joy Clicks conference champion, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How are we doing? What's happening? I'm still not used to the conference champion thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, did no. you like expect? Did you forget maybe? Like you were gonna get already. another introduction? I did. I did forget. Yeah, it's it's a, it's you know, it's just lonely at the top, Christian. You know oh, what I'm I, I imagine, yeah. Hard to adjust, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> oh man. Wear that title of pride, man. You got a new lower third. It messes up the aesthetic it. of the entire show, but you are, you des- you earned it. Yeah, so definitely. I think what honestly it is. I think what what throws off about that like about that lower third is the picture. I get it, and I kind of mm-hmm. like it, but mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it's too much power for me to wield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll ride it like out another week. Much. I took me some time to make that lower third, so I don't want to take it away yet. But No, I mean, by all means, sir. You know what I'm yeah. saying? By all means. Also, huh. before we get into the whole thing, mm-hmm. forgot. I don't know if I mentioned this last episode. If I didn't, I have Jin Sakai on the setup. He's over here Very writing nice. some haikus. That's all. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd bring him up. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> For no particular reason. I mean, if we want to just dive into patch notes, we can talk a little bit about another thing that got announced this week. Patch, 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 patch. Patch note time. Um, as always, patch notes is where we can update prior stories, add to the information, add to the gl- gl- growing lore of this podcast, the conversations we have on it, or just correct things that we got wrong. Um, first thing I'll shout out, speaking of your pop, because you talked to me about it off air. I know that. Um, this week, PlayStation revealed a ton of new PlayStation Pops, which uh, some of them are pretty cool. There is a Brock and Sindri one, which um, kind of broke my brain because I thought Brock and Sindri were both shades of blue. No. No. Yeah, no. I, Only uh, Brock is blue. Right, but like they're, like they're brothers, and I always thought like Sindri was just a fairer blue because he has like a grayness to him. So I was like, oh, like in my head, I was like, oh, it's like a gray blue. It's like a stone blue. But Brock is like a blue blue. Hmm. I, oh, <laughs> like, I, I, I see where you're coming from. That, okay, that's all I need. I never see where you're coming from. To me, I, I thought he was always just gray. I never thought he was like a gray blue, but I definitely yeah. hear you. Yeah, yeah, like it might just be the lighting in the game that makes it seem that Perhaps. way. But then like seeing the actual like representation in a soulless pop figure, it's like, oh, He's not that. Okay. <laughs> Just threw me for a loop. But uh, the cool thing, the coolest one, I think. I, th- I don't know if we're on the same page as this one, but the coolest one out of the, the next group of PlayStation Pops, I think, is the Higgs from Death Stranding, because he's being, like, elevated by the goop and stuff, and, like, this, all the, like, particle effects around him. It looks sick. It looks sick. You don't that- have to see that dumb face. It looks awesome. That, <laughs> that one is unfair, because that's definitely, like... A top five coolest looking pop. Yeah. You know, not even just good looking pop, but like just cool. Yeah. For sure. For sure. What's the yeah, other one though? Because I know there's one that you think is significantly cooler. Oh, dude, why am I forgetting right now? Shoot. It's, uh, it's Aloy. It's Aloy. Oh, yeah, it is yeah. Aloy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in her like uh, r- really dope armor. Yeah. 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 That looks cool. That's yeah, and alongside one. it, there's a Thunder Jaw, which is one of the big boy pops. Like, it's a big one, mm-hmm. so yeah, you can get that. Like, I feel like I might have to fill out this this uh, row back here, mm-hmm. where I have Nathan and Jin. 
I'm not sure. We might have to do that. I want the Spider-Man up there too. You know what I'm saying? With yeah, the white sure. spider. Yeah. Like I said, we'll see. We'll see. I we'll see. I already have two Spider-Man Funko Pops. I don't know if I can buy a bigger one. Mm. Well, to be fair, they're both gifts, so maybe I can buy one. But um, by all means, yeah. Also in patch notes for the week, uh, we talked about the story a fair amount this summer and this year. Uh, th I think this was revealed around the time of the Mario collection by, again, Jeff Grubb, um, the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, I believe it's the working name now that uh, Jeff Grubb reported on recently in a report this past week is, I think, the Mass Effect Legendary collection. Yeah. Um, and it is it's not coming out this year as we all thought initially but it is going to be dropping probably early 2021 and the reason it's not dropping this year is because they're doing a whole lot of work on mass effect one to make that gameplay feel much more in line with mass effect two and three which are pretty similar and that is more work than i expected to be done out of this collection right right so. and I it remind me of because I think you said this where it's like hey I think two and three they still overall like from a gameplay point of view play fine mm -hmm. that's gonna be not a problem one is gonna need work I think mm -hmm. you said that on this show yeah so seeing that they're paying attention to that you know mm -hmm. that's cool yeah that's cool. I I still have never played one because mm. like I had the capacity to because there's always been an Xbox 360 in this house but um. I didn't want to because I knew the gameplay was weird and uh, it, it was like more traditional RPG where two was more of a visceral shooter um, and three even more in line with being a cover based shooter and stuff like that with uh, abilities but yeah if one is like even slightly close to two perfect perfect just smooth everything right. else out make it look a little better and uh, gonna have a great time yeah yeah I mean it would have been cool to Play this trilogy over like the holiday, but hey, you know what? Let's it needs more time to cook. It needs more time to cook. It's mm -hmm. cool. So I wait for it, and we got plenty to play this this end for of sure. the year. So for sure, we're packed. So. Uh, speaking of playing games, let's talk about the games we've been playing this past week. Kevin, let me know how your experience was with the end of Ori Two. Oof, man. No spoilers, of course, but yeah, of course, not spoilers. But oh man, it makes you want to play the first one again like for real it's it's it was it was fantastic it was it was great it was great i and i think off memory i think it was definitely a better hmm i think like they both hit like similar beats right but the beats hit hit deeper in the second one mm -hmm. a lot deeper and it's like man it was it was a it's a must play for me honestly if it's definitely right now off the top of my head I think it's my fourth favorite game this year. Nice. I wait. What would be? So I have a, yeah, it's either fourth or third, honestly. Okay. Low key. I have a question for you. This isn't for me because I'm planning on doing this, but maybe for listeners that know how much you like Ori, um, story wise, because you say it hits harder. Do you think that it is at all tied to you having experienced the first game, or do you feel like somebody could just hop into this new one on Switch or Xbox or PC or whatever to experience um, it? If it's like a refined in terms of the gameplay you were talking about last week, like being a bit more intuitive, and now you're saying like the narrative is hitting you harder, like do you think it's okay to do it that way? Like obviously you'd be better off doing both, but like what do you think? Yeah. I 
I would recommend if you can play both. If not, I don't think it's gonna be the end of the world if you don't play the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in Ori Two, there's moves that are from the first game that I think they kind of expect you to like almost know a little bit, or sure. like they just don't like explain it fully. But coming from Ori One's, oh yeah, okay, I know what to do with uh projectile you know what i'm saying like i know how to use that as a jumping mechanism to keep going um but like it, it's not thoroughly explained like a new ability in ori 2 right mm-hmm. so i think maybe that's where i think playing the first game might be beneficial um and i forget if there's like a recap in the beginning of the game i don't think there i don't think there actually no i i, I think there might be but there's only like one big thing that you got to know from ori 1 to go to ori 2 okay. that like explains something but it's it's not that pertinent throughout the entire game definitely definitely throughout the entire game like it's definitely a new story that Ori's going through Mm -hmm. you know but yeah so i'd say somewhere in the middle i'd say like if you if you can't play the first one i'd say do it if not it's not the biggest deal in the world i i think you'll be fine just going going to the second one if you want to yeah nice um but it's a great time damn it's so good very nice. And I believe that Moon Studios announced a Switch patch, but I don't think it's out yet. Yeah, I think I beat it before. Not even think. I definitely beat it before it 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 uh, came out. As oh, far so as I'm aware. It might be. I, I'm not even sure if it's out. I beat it Monday night. Mm-hmm. I beat it Monday night. So right now it's Thursday. I'm, and... I haven't touched it since, so maybe it's already out. I'm I'm unaware, but gotcha. I was but, able to get through it. Yeah. Uh, crashes and stuttering aside, it was a, a worthy experience for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Like praying that patch irons the majority of them out. You know, so if you go in, hopefully you won't have the stuttering and the crashing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say you know if you have that knowledge going into it and you just expect that hey the game might crash the game might start or whatever if you can get through that i still recommend the game like you know it's it's yeah it's 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 fantastic there's there's so many cool moments so many cool set pieces so many cool level design stuff that's really 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 cool mm-hmm. uh it's a great time it's a great time very nice uh speaking of crashing though you also finished crash warped uh any final words on that yeah, very easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah very, very like it's like oof. Like okay, I, I see that y'all <laughs> wanted to make a really easy crash game. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate, like I said before, still holds true. I do appreciate the variety. I think it definitely has the best boss out of all the three crash games. Yeah, like, it I actually think the has, final boss yeah is the best one probably. Yeah, it it's at least like some semblance of a challenge, you yeah. know, which like the other ones were just like not even the challenge you also know? though from like a presentation standpoint like crash one you're standing on top of a blimp crash two you're flying through space like crash three is like it's intimate like you're in an arena it's you your mask against cortex and his mask so like i like that aspect of it too like it feels much yeah. more personal than just like yeah a wacky zany thing you know i thought crash two was like the wor- i was like wait this is the other you serious right now like yeah. this is it yeah i thought crash two was definitely the worst ending but uh third one definitely the best ending you know there, there was actually like some type of like methodical gameplay that you had to do yeah uh, even though the whole rest of the game is pretty pretty a breeze it's pretty much a breeze but i do applaud crash 3 for its variety 
mm-hmm. in its levels and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. But I'm excited to get into Crash Four tonight. Oh yeah, uh-huh. we're gonna get to that later too. Um, I think I've only played one thing this week, and mm. that is Resident Evil Seven. Yes, you did. You did do the deed. This was your first run through, right? Yes, first time playing Resident Evil 7. I watched a stream of it the year it came out. Um, I didn't remember most of the second half. So uh, it was still... I, I think it was still a fresh experience. Like I think the beginning of this game is kind of iconic since like I played the demo of it when that released that E3 that one time. Um, right. I was really interested in it because that's when I was like starting to get into horror games a little more. Um but yeah resident evil 7 is very very good um this year i've been playing through the resident evil series uh in the mainline entries at least um Mm. and i think i'm planning on doing like some kind of a retrospective about it but specifically with 7 um having just played through resident evil 5 and 6 the least resident evil games of the bunch getting into this one is a drastic change because it's first person but at its core from like the ui the presentation of everything it still v- feels like re2 and re3 in a way as much as you can in a first person game yeah like the way you interact with items the inventory management specifically the map um the way characters are portrayed uh the writing like it, it feels like I'm jumping back in line with those games. So for you specifically, as someone who really enjoyed RE2, mostly enjoyed RE3, um, and we've we've gone back and forth about like what should be your next step. I honestly I think you'd probably have a really good time hopping into seven because seven, yes, it takes place in the timeline. Yes, it takes place after the mess that is the story of six, but it's a very small scale story and honestly i was kind of detached from it for a little bit for the first half it's like okay spooky like bayou house um some a southern family that there's clearly something wrong with them but like in the last like two or three hours man that story and those characters came together in a way that i was not expecting at Hmm. all okay and it hit well here's the thing i saw your i think you tweeted it or i saw somewhere today that you beat re7 yes right so i perused through my uh playstation library mm-hmm. check if i had it from v from like ps plus or something like that or whatever did not have it mm-hmm. i checked the old ps now mm-hmm. it is there but it goes away november 30th so i am on the clock mm-hmm. all right i do have it downloaded though i did download it via ps now nice so it is on my console right Mm-hmm. I got to figure out, okay, well, I guess, do hmm. Do you think I'd be good with just, follow, just like, getting some recap videos of 4, 5, and 6 and just calling it a day? Yeah, I think you're probably okay. fine with that. Because, like, okay. we talked about it when I played through those games. I really like them. I even like 6. But, like, 4 is a great game. Controls aren't great. Uh, 5 and 6 are really only super enjoyable if you play it with a friend. So, like, that's that's a lot just just go straight to seven like your new character you're looking for your wife uh there's they really don't touch on anything involving 
the the big heavy hitters like raccoon city umbrella there's none of that at all really like it's a fresh start out the gate yes they build things towards the end but like it's a complete experience that if this was someone's first resident evil game i still think they wouldn't be lost so because now i'm thinking like because what you could probably do a playthrough of re7 and what like the average what it's like it it took me what are we talking like seven eight hours or what it or, took or, me or 11 um with 11. it like <clears throat> knowing some of the stuff um and playing on normal but okay. uh, yeah i th- like i think you can easily like now if i learn this game i could probably get through it in like less than six hours so like right if you're looking for an october stream or something that's what i'm saying like like i think you could knock it out in two or three nights probably I, I was only gonna like say, hey guys, listen, we're gonna start eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Halloween day, and just pull out through that thing. It just mm-hmm. however, however long it takes, however long it takes, we're not getting off stream, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but I mean, we'll considering honestly, I'm just gonna shout this out there because you just brought up that idea. Um, I should be posting this after I record tonight, but on my personal Twitch account. Mm. doing a friday halloween streams so we're like this entire month uh, mm. the, the first plan is i don't know if i'm doing this in one night or two nights yet but um going through all of arkham city getting the platinum because that's all i have left new game plus um in the middle of the month i'm going to be running through my first playthrough of super metroid because that's got lots of purples and uh, like halloween vibes to it it's like space halloween I see that. I see that. Uh, doing that in the middle of the month. And then on Halloween, you're welcome to come by for this if you want to be in the chat a little bit or like in a Discord call. I'm okay. doing the complete Raccoon City incident. So I'm starting RE3 yes. Yes. up until Jill passes out. Then I'm doing all of Leon B. So like the shorter version because I got through that in like two hours. And then the rest of RE3. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Now there's one thing, Christian. When is the Arkham Origins stream? Come on, dude! That's boy. a Christmas game. It's a Christmas game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Christmas at Christmas. <laughs> I'll probably play some of that on Christmas Eve. Let's go. Let's so. go. But okay, all right. Okay, 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 okay. All right. But, I like the idea. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. I got I got a bunch of other Halloween themed things I'm planning on doing like that aren't those Fridays, but those are more random. But like, I found I'm going back to that PS One classic or my PS One library. Um. I found a Muppet Halloween platformer game that's a 3D platformer, and I'm playing Damn. some of that at least. But That is interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I'm thinking, like, are we still going to dress – like, we we got to still dress up for Halloween, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I got a Captain America costume in this house somewhere from a few years ago. Mm. So mm. That's hot. Well, uh, I don't think there was anything else you got through this week, right? No. Um, yeah, no. no. Honestly, no. I played, uh, ooh, I mean, I played a round of Among Us last night. Oh, nice. And oh my god. That's that's fun. Yeah. That's some fun times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hype is real with that one. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I, I would have been playing more Hades and Mario, but my Switch, I'm trying to figure out what to do with that thing. It's, it's been two weeks. Out. Audio's still knocked out. Here's the thing. My brother, find, like he got a Switch Lite because he couldn't find a Switch normal Switch. 
he found one on Amazon, but it was the one with the colored Joy-Con, and then he found one with the gray one. So he ordered both just to make sure he had one. So there's a brand new Switch in the house right okay. now. Gotcha. That I could just pay him for and then try to get, like, transfer my stuff and try to get money for my broken Switch. I would barter with him, being, hey, how about we do, like, some sort of borrowing program, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Where if they announce a Switch Pro in the next, like, six or seven months, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You will be able to get this Switch back to sell it. And I would just cop a Switch Pro. But, like, loan me this Switch for the time being. Yeah, you know? maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Because here's the thing. I know there's all these rumors, but I could still see the Switch Pro drop in, like, September. Like, I would not pop the past them. Because that's what they did with the Switch Lite. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, let's talk some news. Speaking of Nintendo. Um, they got a couple announcements out this week. Uh, they Earlier in the week, they announced... The new expansion, they detailed that for Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Crown Tundra. Uh, they showcased a new raid mode, which is like kind of a gauntlet. Like, you can register with your group to find this legendary raid den. Uh, this like branching paths, you choose as a group which path you want to go down. You'll have a certain number of fights with the Gigantamax or Dynamax Pokemon, so like the big boys, in the standard raid. But then if you make it through that gauntlet, the final boss of that dungeon is a legendary Pokemon from the entirety of the series. So this is the way now you can get every legendary Pokemon from games prior in the new generation. Mm. So um, the show is that. Looked pretty cool. I see. I see. Um, detailed. Some other information about it. Like, it was a short presentation. It was like 10 minutes long. Um, if you're curious about it... Uh, Odds are, if you're excited for it, you probably already own it because you had to buy both of them together. But um, yeah, Kevin, you played your first Pokemon game this year with Sword. Um, I did. I did. I'll ask you this. Have you thought about Pokemon at all this year after that experience? Nah, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. No. Um, yeah, no. I I can't even sure that. I don't know. I really haven't. Mm-hmm. But like, I do appreciate that of course i play pokemon because i feel like it allowed me to have the building blocks to enjoy final fantasy 7 oh absolutely that's like for sure a lot of people will say that is why pokemon exists right like that's yeah like the popular way to phrase it is baby's first rpg but like that makes a lot of sense yes yeah like definitely definitely. that's you just had a condensed version of that right like a lot Mm -hmm. of people myself included played that game when i could barely speak <laughs> and then since i was a child i've loved jrpgs like kingdom hearts that's more of an action one but like still like i've always had that interest you know and then you just had that experience condensed in like three months so yeah. it worked Man. yeah definitely did that's crazy how wow i played pokemon sword this year that feels like two years ago dude that feels like a lifetime ago that's crazy but um but yeah no i mean are you gonna get into this expansion like i know you did the first one i think yeah yeah i really liked that first expansion i think it made i think it made shield and sword a better game like it focuses it's just a new wild area and there's buildings there now there's quests you can do in there there's like actual stuff to do in the wild area besides just stumble across pokemon so continuing to double down on that i think is honestly if if the game was just these two expansions, I would have given it a better score, I think. Like, 
No I, way. Wow. Yeah, wow. honestly, man. Because, like, there's such a focus now. Like, there's a focus on what made this new generation on this new hardware interesting and exciting. And I think they did the wild area in the first expansion better than the wild area in the main game. Like, yeah. the surrounding stuff in that stuff is it's classic Pokemon. It is what it is. But I do think the expansion that I played earlier this year made the game better at what it tried to be the best at and it seems like they're doing that and building on that again now so i'm excited for it good to hear it's great to hear mm-hmm. great to hear uh and again this morning we got another nintendo presentation from the world of smash bros now what they revealed is something that many people thought was inevitable Minecraft Steve is now a Smash Bros. fighter. It's a thing. It's a thing. I was actually coincidentally up, and I did watch this stream. Mm-hmm. And We're... I was shocked that it was uh, it was that quick, you know? I was like, oh, yeah, okay. that was fast. Right. We're, we're in, we're out. Cool. That's, uh, you know, Steve is in there for sure from Minecraft. But mm-hmm. what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, I fall under the group of I thought this was inevitable. I am glad it was not the final character reveal because we've all memed about this forever. But um, yeah, it makes too much sense. It is the best-selling game ever. Uh, It is hugely popular with a lot of people. (laughs) Um, If you're making a game that represents the most iconic things of video games, Minecraft falls under that category. So like... Yeah, it makes sense. It's not exciting. I'm not mad about it. But uh, it seems like a very complex character. Like, you can build on the stages now. Uh, Sakurai gave a short interview after the the reveal trailer, and he said, yeah, Nintendo didn't really know how in-depth this was going to be because I had to redesign every stage to work now with being able to put <laughs> build blocks on it and then balance that with the entire roster. So, like, man... Yeah, that that sounds really complicated, honestly. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of work, for sure. Yeah, that does not sound easy. No. Um, I think what honestly Loki has me like the most intrigued about this whole thing mm-hmm. is that because what now we have four other fires that we that we don't know about. Yes, there's four left in this pass. So now it's like okay, at least we have one of the ones that were highly assumed to be added out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's a lock. Now we have these four that, I mean, you know, it could be anyone, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think out of the other ones that have been tossed around a lot, the ones that make sense are, like, Crash. I think Crash makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I'll say this now. I don't, I don't know if this is evidence for or against this, but Steve is now the second Microsoft character in Smash. It's very true. Very true. I think, th- like the one you use to break it and end it and be like, this is the final character because they're not doing a third pass. They've said that. I think the final character you add to Smash Bros. Ultimate is Master Chief. That just makes like yeah. that's the one. That's the one you end on. Which that's great. I'm still on team like yo. I have never played Kingdom Hearts, but I really want Sora to be added just to see. Yeah. The hype, you know, like. Yeah. I just want solely for that. I just want to see the reaction. Um, yeah. Like, if we could have it twofold 
of when Joker got added to Smash, like, dude, let's go, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, Master Chief definitely definitely seems on par. So was Crash too. I figured they would do Crash today with with Crash Four dropping today, but Mm -hmm. oh well. Yeah. Oh well. I thought that too. Maybe they're saving Crash for when they announce Crash Four to come to Switch because that's not official yet. But Mm. um, we'll see. Um, speaking of future announcements, uh, obviously over the last two weeks we've learned, well, maybe it was just the last week, but we learned that uh, Xbox has acquired Bethesda, Zenimax, and there's a lot of rumblings that are happening right now about Starfield. Starfield has been silent since it was revealed in 2018 at that E3. Uh since last episode there have been i want to say four screenshots of a 2018 build of starfield that have leaked that have been confirmed by many people like there are a lot of insiders that are being like oh yeah this is what i've seen (laughs) so starfield is starting to leak which i think in the history of bethesda means we are close to seeing it in a official standpoint um a lot of Xbox blogs that have been going up recently, just talking about the future of Game Pass, the fact that Doom Eternal's on Game Pass now, have referenced the acquisition and specifically point to, and of course, Starfield coming at some point to Xbox and PC. And I have heard more about Starfield in the last two weeks than I have in my entire life. <laughs> so there's a lot of speculation on when this will turn up. Uh, some people are thinking we get a replicating i think 2010 uh the game awards from 2010 where we saw the official like cutscene trailer for skyrim like maybe replicate that this year get a reveal at e3 next year and then it drops in november 2021 i think that makes sense based on the timeline of things but this is this is wild that it's all happening this fast together in terms of the acquisition and now the leaking and then the rumblings definitely definitely mm-hmm. i could Hmm. I see Game Awards, bro. I think yeah. I think I think I think we see a Game Awards. I think so. Mm-hmm. I I think that sounds right. If we're already getting 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 you know, getting these leaks, yeah, uh, around this time and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, like it feels like maybe a Game Awards thing. Probably not like a full blowout, but like a little some some. Yeah, you know? I I think if anything, it's a trailer, and then either Phil Spencer or Todd Howard is like, "We'll see you at E 3 and then yeah. um that would go back to like the fallout 4 reveal where that was revealed at e3 and then it came out in november so um and recently there a major nelson over at xbox did an interview with pete hines uh todd howard and phil spencer talking about the future and starfield came up and todd howard as he always does said i like show revealing and talking about my games when they're close to coming out so like whenever starfield gets revealed i think it's going to follow that fallout um example of a roadmap of like hey we announced it and it's out in a few months so um if that does drop next year for xbox that's big uh bethesda hasn't had a full-blown rpg since fallout 4 in 2015 76 was the houston team that they brought into the the fold but bethesda maryland team the main one has not shipped a game since fallout 4 so it it feels like it's time personally we will see we will see Um, definitely you saw a couple of the screenshots, right? Like, yeah. 
it's it's a 2018 build so that was like the year they revealed it um I, the second i saw that initial one i was like this is a bethesda game because of just the look of it um but i'll say i was caught off guard i was not expecting that type of space aesthetic i guess like what were you visualizing in your head when you were thinking of starfield the past two years yeah i kind of had no visual really mm-hmm. but i kind of would like similar stroke of like I was like, oh, okay, it's it's looking like that. It 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 reminds me of No Man's Sky just simply aesthetically, not not talking like the actual game and stuff like that, but uh, the like perspective of your character. Wait, am I thinking of something else? No, I mean I think is like, No Man's Sky third person or no? It's third person. They right? added a third person mode. Um, okay, gotcha. But like, I I see where you're coming from on that angle. At the same time, I feel like. What I meant more was, like, I feel like recently with space, it's always, like, the colors, you know? It's like, oh, the colors of space. This was this looks like a NASA image. Like, not in terms yeah. of, like, crispness, but, like, it's lots of whites and oranges and blues and blacks. Like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. hard sci-fi in that way. It's not, like, fantastical, colorful Marvel space or, uh, like, Borderlands, Savage Planet, stuff like that. Like, it is like 2001 vibes it's like yeah right you know right yeah yeah and like i don't know uh like like seeing those screenshots didn't do a ton for me personally mm-hmm. because i feel like they were just so like clearly this is an early build yeah. and i just feel like other than like yeah you will be in third person in a astronaut suit walking on a planet you know like mm-hmm. and there's a spaceship that's cool but like I, I didn't. Maybe I'm not looking into it that well, but I didn't see anything that really caught my attention, low key. So sure, I, yeah, because I'm a wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're simple gonna, screenshots. Yeah. I I think for me again, as majorly a fan of Bethesda Game Studios, like the RPG side of it, like right, right. One just seeing their next project is exciting because they don't ship games often um there are like events usually when they drop so like the fact that we're close to another one of those events is exciting to me and again i was expecting it to fall in line with the sci-fi space adventures we see everywhere now it's like lots of colors but like not doing that made me really interested because i'm like oh this isn't the type of like story or world that we have been getting this generation in terms of space games like outer worlds does not look like this at all you know yeah yeah and, and for that reason it caught me i was like oh you're doing something different i'm in let's see what this looks like so no no definitely definitely and like mm-hmm. let me let me just like not even cap because like i've just never played a bethesda rpg besides fallout 76 lol right and um, that's not even like the main studio yeah it's like their their newest one so like yeah, yeah. but if there was a Wolfenstein 3 screenshot, yo, yeah, yeah. I'm all over that, all right? Yeah. If you if you show me a Doom 3 screenshot, like, yo, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, but so. we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it. I'm definitely mm-hmm. excited to see it. Definitely. Yeah. What I'm super stoked for this. I think, I, I think this could be very big for me in terms of liking more of their games besides Elder Scrolls and sometimes Fallout. Right. So... Uh, speaking of screenshots, let's talk about Peter Parker for a minute. Let's do it. 
This is um, mad interesting. <laughs> I think Kevin, I think last week maybe, it might have been a week before thing. It was definitely this past month. We were talking about Maz Morales, we were talking about the PS5 versus the PS4 and stuff like that. And at some point I know we said, I just want to see the remaster. Now we got it. Um we did get it. We, we got did. it. <laughs> now, out the gate, let's just say the cool thing. There's reflections now in cars and windows and some of the textures are better at 60 frames it is like visually to the naked eye it's like hey looks better clearly looks better but it's it's like kind of in line with i think what this generation's about of like we're getting in the nitty-gritty at least in terms of comparing it to a game we have already you know what i mean like not from a ground up experience because we still haven't really seen a ton of that yet on next gen hardware um it's been a lot of transitional stuff so i i think it's like the tech is very very high end for ray tracing and stuff like that but just on its surface it's like oh it's an improvement that feels natural to what you would expect from an improvement of a resolution buff and stuff like that you know what i mean like yeah it's nothing that'll blow you away it's a two-year-old game they couldn't have done much to this game to make it blow you away you know right but that's all well and good uh 60 frames targeted for uh the performance mode but the thing that has caught everybody's eye (laughs) if you missed it (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how, but if you missed it. So. Uh, for some ungodly reason, which we'll get to the reason, Peter Parker does not look like Peter Parker anymore. He looks like like the Peter Parker we know from 2018. He looks like what you would expect if you described Peter Parker to someone uh, and you were referencing maybe some of the movies more than other things. <laughs> And you try to get a representation of Peter Parker on that way. Because straight up, he does look similar to Tom Holland. I don't think you can avoid that. He looks similar to Tom Holland. I forget if you said that. Did you say that he looks. Wait, let me let me let me tiptoe around this real quick. Sure. Let me let me try to tiptoe this. I forgot. Wait, did you say he looks more generic? I, I I might have said generic to you. I think I tweeted about it. I did a comparison okay. thing. I, I think my tweet was saying, I think the classic Peter has a unique look that is, if you see that, it's like, oh, that is specifically Insomniac's Peter Parker. This feels too samey with other versions of Peter Parker we've seen. Okay. I think. Yeah. Maybe it's my lack of, you know, obviously the comic book side of Peter Parker, of course. Yeah. That could definitely be it. Um, I always, I mean, I always thought any interpretation of Peter Parker looked to a degree generic in terms of like, like who Peter Parker is, like from an eth- like from a ethnic standpoint and from like an overall like style standpoint. Does that make okay. sense? You know what I'm saying? But I do feel you on the, like, yeah, like, definitely Spider-Man PS4, this, you know, the, uh, the Bub, Bubniak. John Bubniak. Original Spider-Man PS4. Um, definitely look distinct. That's mm-hmm. okay. 
Yeah, okay, okay. Like, if you compare that to, like, any of the Peters in the movies, a bunch of Peters in the comics or cartoons, he looks unique. Like, it's like you can single that out, despite the fact that it's, like, a rendered 3D thing, but, like, you know what I mean? If it was even right. drawn, it's like you can distinguish that as, like, oh, that is Insomniacs. Yeah. If yeah. you did that with this new one, it would be, like, it's Peter Parker. <laughs> like, that's Peter, but, like, from what, you know? I right. think that's where I fall on it. It's like, because you did a very extensive uh, reaction and discussion thinking through your thoughts on yeah. Source. Yeah, that was literally just me live, just like literally a live react. Li- the most live reaction you can get from me. I saw a glimpse of it. I was editing something. I was like, nope, I'm not going to look at it anymore. I'm going to finish it and we're going live. I'm going to just run through the motions. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... <sighs> I don't know. Like, okay, here's where I'm at, Christian. Right? Sure. Here's where I'm at. If tomorrow they came out, they said, hey, listen, look, guys. All right. You know, we'll figure it out. All right. We'll we'll, we'll bring back Bubniak. Remaster is getting delayed another six months. We'll figure it out. All right, guys? We'll figure it out. Okay. If they did that, like, hmm. Obviously, I'd be like, that's i think what we all want right mm-hmm. because you know we don't want change it's weird you know i think that's above all else like what this is like i would categorize this as just weird you know it's that they have yeah that like they that i mean i feel this is i feel like a rare occurrence i've i've never heard of this happening in the middle of a franchise at least in yeah. games <laughs> that we're going to have to change the 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 facial actor yeah. you know like, for the second game yeah yeah like the thing is the thing that's baffling to me and i mentioned this to you i think like they went so hard with 2018 to be like this is the insomniac spider-man so hard to put a like gauche white spider on the suit to make it stand out that's like fills up half that suit it's like i like that suit but like that definitely was like a adjustment period they went so hard on that, right? To like say this is our Peter Parker. This is not tied to the movies. This is not tied to any extended universe. This is our new take on this character. And I do think that their Peter is part of that. I don't think you can say like it's just the suit, but like that's the majority of the game. But Peter is the other half of Spider-Man. Peter Parker is the reason Spider-Man is interesting. So many people's favorite superhero. So just pivoting on the second game after going so hard on being like this is our take our vision our look and then changing that in a way where to me and many other people it feels like we've seen this person before like it just feels weird and it feels like it's watering down the boldness of their initial pitch of like this is our staple on this that's what's weird about it to me and just doing it so early like it's weird but to piggyback off that right yeah here we go okay uh i'm gonna and by all means everyone can write down this timestamp, link this if it comes out that this is all just bs what i'm what i'm about to say tweet at me this clip i will assume full responsibility for what i'm about to say here okay um with that all being said, right, like with Insomniac, how they pitched Spider-Man back in 2018 and the lead up to all of it, right, I think they really believe in those things, right? Mm-hmm. I really think that they fundamentally, like, believe in that thing, right? 
And because of that, this change, I do feel like was not off of just a preference, off of just like a style. Like I, I am going to, I think I'm ending up more and more on the side of like, this was a technical decision that like they like just came to terms with, you know, John Bubniak's face from a structure standpoint just does not line up as much as this new actor does with Yuri Lowenthal, mm-hmm. you know? And I think like they know that like in their heart and their soul that like the heart of Peter Parker in Spider-Man PS4 is not John Bubniak. Right. It is visually, but the heart and the and the literal mocap and literal voice is still Yuri Lowenthal, right? right. So like it's obviously it would have been way worse. I feel like if they changed the voice actor, yeah, as opposed to the, that would have been a billion times worse. Yeah, because right? Kevin, I read Spider-Man comics in his voice now. Like, he yeah, did that for me. Yeah. The only other person I do that with is Kevin Conroy's Batman. Like that, Yuri Lowenthal is my favorite Spider-Man, far and yeah. away. And I, I do right. think, like, yes, the face and the look is part of that. Like, it's not what hinges on it. But the thing is, like trying to divorce those things now like it's gonna feel weird hearing that voice coming out of this new face it is yeah? it is it, it definitely is and like i think i'm in a unique position yeah right in terms of like i only had one playthrough christian it was back yeah. in 2018 i only did it once right mm-hmm. and i've seen you know i i know very much and well the spider-man game you know what i'm saying like i've i i when i do a video about spider-man i'm seeing that gameplay like you know what i'm saying so I think overall, right, like, I'm nearing on the side of let's play remastered and let's just see how it goes. Yes, it's shitty. Yes, this sucks. You know, this is not fun, right? Like, this is weird. This is very, very weird, right? But I think I can see myself being in a place after all this is said and done, after I play remastered. You know what I'm saying? And just get used to this new character model that I think, honestly, I'm going to be cool with it. I think. Big, I think. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. yeah. And again, many people have told me that I have said this to them and they think I'm being crazy. I understand that, right? And perhaps I'm definitely giving them a huge benefit of the doubt here. Perhaps. I don't know, right? But I think I'm going to trust Insomniac. And just, like, I feel that, you know, because they definitely knew this. They knew that this would happen. They knew yeah, like, this reaction was 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 going to go down. They're not dumb, right? right? Like, Ryan Intahar is the creative director of Spider-Man. He posted a, like, short, medium-length message of being like, hey, we knew it was going to be an adjustment. It was an adjustment for us. I just hope you believe in us. This is something that, like, you can read the whole thing. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it's he was basically saying like hey we're, we know it's an adjustment um right the insomniac twitter account um seemed a little abrasive about it um to me yeah it was it was i mean they were just copy and pasting the same reply to like multiple ads and of people talking to them and stuff like that and yeah. like they were like, they were by no means rude but it was definitely like a it seems it, it was very spicy. short it you seems know? snippy, spicy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw the one that, like, just made me, like, chuckle a bit was, like, the one where they replied to someone. They were like, you'll get used to it. I was like, oh. It was, yeah, you'll get yeah. Used I to was it, like, Oof. Period. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, um, okay, Dad. All right. Okay, I will eat my um, veggies. Okay. 
and and yeah and i think many people have said this as well like if we had this peter from the start i i would not care i wouldn't care at yeah. all um yeah. i i think my biggest issues with it like i could see myself get used to it I, i'm not gonna like it like when i see some of those very dramatic scenes towards the end of the game with this face half of my brain is going to be thinking about just comparing it to the original i know i am but the other thing is like i think my two biggest issues he looks young he looks far too young he looks younger than miles miles is 15 i think he's 16 in miles morales yeah definitely off screenshots he looks young um yeah i think that it's not difficult I, you know what? Let me not talk. I'm no artist. Let me let me not act like I know what I'm talking about. But I would imagine that where we're at age-wise with him, how he looks visually, I think we could make a little tweaks here and there just to age him a little bit. Like, not go crazy, but age him up a little bit. You know, Give him a little yeah. stubble. I don't know. I, like, know. I've seen some people say, like, oh, it's fine. To, like, people have a baby face in their 20s. Like, that's it's normal. He could look young. But, like... And, like, people saying that in response to being like, oh, and also, the other Peter looked far too old. He does not look like a 23-year-old. I'm 23. I look dead tired all the time. If this man's Spider-Man and working as an engineer in a startup that's about to go bankrupt, if he's getting evicted left and right, he should look a little tired. He shouldn't look so springy, you know? <laughs> like, Right. Give right. him a little bit. Give him a, like... Here's another thing, too. I think you shouted this out in your stream. Just, like, darken the eyebrows and keep the same hair. And I think it's yeah. a little okay. That's what I'm Like, I think that hairline is too 16-year-old hairline. We need to pump that back a little bit. I'm not like, talking, like, LeBron James really far back. But, like, you know, just, just age like him a little bit. You they know? completely changed the part. That's the thing that's throwing me. Like, the part before was, I think, on his right side. Now it's on his left. And it's, like, a completely different hairstyle. It looks like a different person. It does. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. I think it can be fixed, right? Like, and they said that they're going to... I think in Brian Intahara's message, he said, hey, we're still going to listen. We listened to you before with the first game. We listened to you about improving how Miles looked. So I, I think there's a world where maybe they can do that sort of thing. Like, the hair changes a bit, and maybe some of the facial features are a little more pronounced to make it look... It's like a, Even if it's a hybrid between the old one and the new one, in terms of just, like the non-facial structure features i think it would be a, a little more okay you know yeah and then even like talking over it on the stream i don't know if any of what i said was like remotely legitimate to like how character design actually works but i was like oh, hey yeah. you know honestly we're not that really we're not that far off from where we were before yeah. right like i think i think we could tweak it a little bit to make it kind of look because i would take a kind of look alike Oh sure, dude. Yeah, to me, I would take that. Yeah, I would be cool time, with that. If yeah. it looked like a little bit different, I'd be cool mm -hmm. with that. It's all right. It's okay. I understand. It's cool. The first time I saw Uncharted Four, Nathan Drake, I was like, okay, I can see it, you know. And then I got used to it. So if they could just like sort of replicate that here, of like, no, okay, I'm actually, used to it. an even better one was Joel, the fake Joel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's a perfect example of like sure. okay but i definitely kept saying and like i know i kept saying and i could never shake it that like he looked like nathan drake's character model but just older mm -hmm. you know um but then of course I ended up that we know why right. in the full game but um but yeah i mean but overall like if we get this character model that's new right uh and they maybe age up a little bit just look a little bit older and maybe 
if we see him, like his whole overall stature and height, maybe that might help him look a little bit older as well. Because we did only see like face and torso. You know, we saw a very mm-hmm. limited. Like if we see him like in a full body type of scenario next to some uh, uh, things that we can compare it to in, in terms of size, maybe that might help it. You know, but right. I digress. He definitely looks like a baby face for sure. Um, but I think where I'm at overall, right, mm-hmm. is like Insomniac knows that they wouldn't have done this just for change sake. You know, yeah. and like hey, we I, should. Yeah, I like, don't want to cut you off. But I was going to no, say but, we should at least at some point mention what the official reasoning was. Oh my god, we haven't. That's hilarious. Um, I can look it up real quick if you have the quote, or you have it right well, here. Well, I'm pretty sure it's just they're doing it because uh, you alluded to it earlier. But the official thing is, uh, John Bubniak's facial structure does not match well enough with Yuri Lowenthal's because Yuri Lowenthal is doing the performance and facial capture performance capture um and they're putting that underneath the model that is john bubniak's scan so like yeah. because they have different facial structure it's harder to get a quote like best next gen experience out of the performance the way they can with this new actor ben jordan who facial structure is much more similar to yuri lowenthal's um that's the official reasoning so like to get it even more next gen that's why they recast um yeah yeah and what's normally the case with many like facial scan models it's like the scans are reference like they don't look one-to-one you know like even john bubniak and peter parker there's some differences but yeah like that's that's the reasoning we have yeah and i know definitely on stream I was definitely like, that's a horseshit answer. I'd, uh, this and that or whatever. Like, I was being, like, super just salty and stuff. But I think, look, like, taking a second, you know, realizing that, okay, they wouldn't just do this randomly. Like, and if they didn't have to do this, they wouldn't do it, you know? Um, but then, like, looking at, again, me not knowing anything about mocap. Let me just keep that up front. But at least I, I see what they're talking about. Like, definitely in terms of, like, Yuri's cheekbones and like his overall chin and everything like it I see what they're going for like right. Yuri has more of like I feel like a more like uh like triangular if you will type of overall yes. shape as opposed to John Bubniak which definitely has he has more like a protruded uh like you know lower normal. jaw yeah like it's just more wide I feel like so yeah. if that's what they're talking about then now I see what they're talking about yeah for sure for sure um yeah. but yeah I mean I I I'm definitely going to be, like, I feel like on the side of, like, you know, yep, this is weird. This is crazy. But above all else, like, they want to do this for no reason. Mm-hmm. And we'll just see. I mean, who knows, Christian? Like, maybe maybe that ending cutscene might hit better because it looks better animated. I don't know. You know, maybe. And, like, I know no one was saying that it was poorly animated. But maybe it's, like, we haven't seen what how good it could look. Yeah, there's, a, there's Maybe, a chance, you know. But um, yeah, I know it's gonna be, you know, a whole uphill thing. I know it's yeah. a whole thing, for sure. And I'm not trying to say like it's not gonna be, but I'm at least open to seeing. You know, let's just see it. Let's see. It. Yeah. Let's see. I I I trust them at the end of the day. I have nothing to give but the benefit of the doubt. And if it ends up being crappy, then I'll eat my words. Y'all can link this to me. <laughs> 
straight up. Like, please do. Please do. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, good to know. Um, let's talk a little bit about some next-gen news real quick. <clears throat> and we just can't wait for next-gen. All right. Uh, do you want the neat news or the kind of concerning news? Because we got an Xbox story and a PlayStation story. Oh, okay. I know what these are. Um, let's just let's just get let's get out the way. Let's just do the let's do the bad news. Okay. Not? So the, the bad slash slightly concerning news is this whole hubbub about PS4 saves and PS5 saves. Specifically, again, we're going through a transition. PlayStation for the past however long said we believe in generations, hard cuts, can't use your controller, can't do that, da da da. Um I don't know if anybody thought that meant saves were gonna be cut off, and that's not what's being going on right now, but it's a little concerning that that might be included because several games uh have been coming out recently. Uh not the actual games, but the the people behind the games, the studios, the produ- uh production companies, saying that Specifically, the cases we have now are Spider-Man Remastered, which is its own weird ball of wax, um, Dirt 5, and Yakuza Like a Dragon are the confirmed games that will not allow you to carry over your PS4 save to the PS5. Uh, In opposition of that, we've seen Miles Morales say if you play it on PS4, you can transfer your save to PS5. Um... On the Xbox side, this is not an issue at all because of the way they've been handling smart delivery and all that stuff. That's Everything works. Everything saves. Everything crosses over. But I think considering PlayStation's been relatively quiet since the, the, the event in the summer even about like the inner workings of stuff like the UI, like your PSN account, like things on that level, people are starting to panic to a certain extent where... Now we're not entirely sure what is being carried over. That's what's going on this week in terms of the official thing of like, hey, these specific games won't allow you to do it. Obviously, there was a bit of an upset with Spider-Man Remaster from the last week. But Kevin, as of right now, I believe that's where it stands fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... <sighs> hmm... Okay, well, and I, I'm gonna I'm pulling a quote also from uh, Gene Park from the Washington Post. I just want so like you can talk, but I do have a quote as well talking no, about no. the greater industry. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Go a second. Um, uh, this was from yesterday. Let me hold on. I sent it to somebody. I'll pull it from there instead. Um, feeling air, feeling air, feeling air, feeling air, air. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know why. We can't just upload to the Petition Plus cloud and do it that way because I thought that's what that was for, for instances like this, but I digress. I don't know. And I also feel like if Miles Rouse can do it, that's a PS4 game. Thank you. Thank you. I got it. And a championship of PS5. I feel like there's got to be a way, like, above all else. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I, it definitely doesn't seem impossible because if, if that game is doing it, then all the mm-hmm. other games can do it. So, so fill in air. Um, from Gene Park of the Washington Post gaming division hearing a lot from different devs that PS4 saves won't work on PS5 this was quoting the Yakuza announcement uh, and as well as saying Xbox Series X seems to bring your old save files with you uh, he then deleted that tweet because he said it was like 
making people assume that PS4 versions of PS4 games wouldn't have a save transfer, which has not been confirmed or denied yet, but that's the narrative people read out of that tweet, so understand the deletion, but this the point still stands in terms of games that are getting upgraded versions for PS5. This seems to be like it's going to be a trend of an issue, so maybe potentially say goodbye to your Witcher 3 save if you're getting that upgraded version on PS5. Don't know yet, but yeah, that sucks. For like, especially the generation where there's been tons of live service games, which not all of them are hosted on the um, the servers of the producer. Like Bungie is an exception where I think it can be assumed the transfer is going to work out seamlessly because the guardians and the store, like your gear, are stored on Bungie servers. But with something like Avengers, uh, Avengers is stored natively. So I don't know what the other gas games that play this generation division two maybe that's bork i don't know <laughs> like yeah it, it, it's very disheartening especially considering there's so many games this gen that are carrying over with new life and continued life on the ps5 yeah yeah it's uh yeah definitely shitty um i don't know if it's going to affect me personally, as far as I'm aware, like I think Avengers is definitely one, but and I'm sure that and I'm sure that there's others that I'm not thinking. But like I already, I've talked to you privately. Like I know there's gonna be a, I guess we'll call it a cross generation type rope. You know, not a bridge. We don't know what this this passage is looking like fully yet. Yeah. Um, is is looking shaky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. I know we've talked about where it's like I know I'm treating some games like just PS5. I know I can buy it on PS4 and play it when it's out, but I'm waiting intentionally. Uh, you know, so but that doesn't excuse anything. That's just from my personal uh, position. But yeah, I I think the reason it's upsetting mainly is your competition's doing it, and also. This also is riding the coattails of the weird upgrade options that, again, it seems like it's very case-to-case in terms of what's free, what's paid, what you're getting out of the upgrade. Like, it's just an issue, I think to me, it's a greater issue of not being clear, not being direct, not getting out ahead of this stuff. Like, I don't know why we haven't had that talk yet, you know? Like, why haven't we seen what the process is like or what the interface of next gen is like i i think after this story specifically it's making me realize i have more and more questions about the nitty-gritty with ps5 than there are answers right now and a month out i'm wondering why we don't know that yet yeah yeah i mean it's like again not making excuses this should have been talked about like months ago but hey you know what October 1st, we got to hear about it this month. And the last time I said we got to hear something about PlayStation, it did not happen that month. So let me just also put that for Was that but the March reveal that was supposed to happen, yeah, right? That, no, okay. That was the March, the April, the May. We got the June. Mm-hmm. And then it was going to be July. August. Yeah, we just kept, kept, kept it going. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in all seriousness, we do have a date. We now have an end date, right? So yeah. there's no way that we go through October without, and I did the famous last words, but yeah. there's no way we go through October without seeing the menu. 
and like getting these answers and like i like you got to assume you know what maybe i shouldn't be assuming anymore because it's playstation and this current era and now we don't know shit but mm -hmm. i would be led to believe that they're aware of this and i feel like if Miles Morales can do it, I get that's a first party game, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, it's a game that you can start on PS4, play on PS4, yeah, and move to PS5 with that save. Right. Like that so, that is a factual thing that is true. So, so mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of way that they're going to put out an update or inform devs, "Hey, here's this new, you know, tool that is going to allow you to do that." You know, sure. I know we didn't have it when you first announced it and you said that and it was true then, but here's the fix. I got to assume that maybe because like, I don't know. Let's let's for example, let's use Ghost, right? Okay. Ghost is in that camp where I don't know if it's a free upgrade for the PS5 features or a paid one. I don't like I don't know. It seems yeah. like Miles might be an exception because it's a launch game and then the future games have been confirmed to be also free. Like Horizon is going to be a free upgrade like I think Ghost is a bit 50-50 right now on what they do. But regardless, when I upgrade Ghost to the PS5 version eventually, if I'm not done with the game, if I don't have the Platinum yet, what happens to my save? Because is this I, a Spider-Man Remastered situation where the save for some reason doesn't work? Or is it a Miles Morales situation where it does work? And is it free or paid? And um, what does that progress look like with Ghost of Tsushima Legends? Like... I it's, yeah. I think yeah. this is just like festering more and more questions that I'm realizing like wow, why don't we know this yet? Like I they do have a month. They have a month and I would hope that if it was bad news, they would have said this months ago. Not Here's, right before it drops. So I feel like with any first party, it's more likely that the save is probably going to be fine. And I'm underlining the word probably <laughs> because yeah, I mean, like all we know is Miles yeah. is the one example of a first-party game that is going to be fine on PS4 and PS5. Save is going to go over. It's great. Right? So are you are you saying like future games or like ones that – like the first party of like Ghost, uh, Last of Us 2, Uncharted 4, Horizon? Like because if those fall into a Spider-Man situation with the remaster, that's like uh, – not great. Like, I want a Platinum Part 2. Am I going to just have to Platinum Part 2 on PS4? And no, then... wait, wait, what? Wait, no, no, not not in terms of the upgrade. I meant that statement on just the save progress. So you're saying I forget. The, wait, the transfer I of... So you know how you can start Miles on PS4? Yes. Right? And then finish on PS5. Yes. And there's no issues there. Right. You know? I have to imagine that you can start ghost on ps4 and finish it on ps5 i don't know if there will be upgrades on there or whatever that is not something that i can confidently say yeah for sure and i can't say anything confidently because i don't work for them but i have to imagine that well you know, i mean i'm I mean, i'm kind of on the other side with that because like the only example of a ps4 game that was like made and released initially on ps4 that's coming out on ps5 is spider-man 2018 and that doesn't let you do that. You know what I mean? Because, like, if it's Miles, which was initially revealed as a PS5 game, and you can buy it on PS4 and upgrade to PS5 for free, we also know you can do that with Horizon and Sackboy. So, on or Horizon 2, excuse me. 
So in those cases, those are PS5 first games. You can also buy on PS4, even though they were probably not built that way, whatever. Like, well, I mean, that's, I mean... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, the precedent right now is that the PS5 game, you can also buy on PS4, will let you transfer, because that's what Miles is doing. Spider-Man is the PS4 game that you can upgrade to PS5 that doesn't let you do that. So I'm comparing Ghost to Spider-Man, not Ghost to Miles. Because I would highly doubt that anything first party is going to have a problem. But Spider-Man. I think first that's party, where I'll... dude. 2018 Spider-Man is first party, and they don't let you transfer. Fuck. That's what the thing I'm getting hung up on. Because like, okay. okay, this entire generation of first party games, I don't think is safe. If Spider-Man's not safe, and Spider-Man is a huge game. Ladies and gentlemen, just finish your fucking games before you get the ps5 <laughs> fuck it finish it finish it just don't do it don't don't trust anything okay just finish your games finish them don't assume anything just finish your games and we'll like have i think time. it's i think like it's funny that you're saying that but like that's probably the thing to do it's like I, expect yeah. the worst expect the worst case and at that point it's like we we can only go up <laughs> we we can only go up from there yeah. you know and like the fact that we're a month from launch and something as i think important as saves you know because not everybody finishes every game like sometimes we do like i still haven't finished ghost but saves are important you know if if somebody was selling their ps4 keeping ghost of tsushima and buying a ps5 and their save does not carry over that sucks if they're not done with it like that is a huge bummer and expecting worst case on that aspect right now a month from launch is is just making me look at them a little funny i don't i don't know what's going on yeah yeah no yeah i'm yeah yeah and And especially i don't sorry what were you gonna say no 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 no, go ahead i was gonna say especially after like kind of parallel we had that awesome ps5 event a couple weeks ago and then all of a sudden as soon as it ended it's like oh and also ps4 and also like yeah i don't know it's 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 a weird time in the playstation camp i think right now yeah it's 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 definitely weird like for sure and i think it obviously is now more than ever apparent that there was some sort of shift with the ps5 generational aspect there was a shift there there was a change and they're trying to you know make that they're still trying to turn this ship into what a what xbox is doing and xbox has been doing it for how many years so they are well on their way you know um that's what it rubs off with me you know that's Mm -hmm. what it rubs off off rubs off as for me personally it just seems like they're trying to turn this ship and there are some issues you know but i don't know i just don't i don't know i mean I, I I could see either, like I could really see them going hey you know here's here's a tool to fix the devs here you go have fun there it is boom bow we're done or I could see them saying no like it's just not gonna happen fuck it I could yeah, see either way on more equal footing like I don't know which way is more likely you know yeah but, I don't know I'm I'm not very hopeful about it you know and like even like I know those roguelikes people have invested tons of time and they love to carry the progress over that's that's a local save you know so like i don't know what's gonna happen uh i think even if they are trying to pivot then 
that should have been fast tracked because like saves i think especially with the push for ps plus like then there's the question of the, the digital version of like well, how that's gonna work out with like saves and like the ps4 versions of games you would assume the ps4 version of a game will have allow you to carry that save over they haven't said it one way or the other but i i just need them to talk soon please because I, I there's a lot of things i like to know from them about ps5 yeah and like i i, I just don't i i just don't know why uploading it to the cloud wouldn't be the solution like right. unless like there's different save protocols from a hard drive to an ssd that i'm not aware of and maybe that's a little bit more complex than you know like, i think theoretically there shouldn't be because like you can save you can already save hold your saves on an ssd versus an, a hard drive right now so like yeah as far as but maybe it's some weird you know ps3 bs where like you can't change your name i don't know you know like maybe it's some really stupid way they do saves on playstation i don't know mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's yeah well i mean what i would say right now on october 1st not just having this info finish the games that you want to finish on ps4 and then continue all right that's just what i would say you know yeah. if if you know that you're playing like a live service game i have to almost assume that destiny is going to be fine call of duty is going to be fine those are all saved server side you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm like you know even still i'm like 98 percent certain destiny is going to be okay but there's like still a tiny tiny thing that's like but because the thing like, no i don't i just need them to say it dude just like if i'm like 100 percent confident on destiny, it. If, there, honestly. if there's not going to be a problem just say it bungie next event you do just be straight up 100 percent. hey your saves carry over no matter what because i, I rewatched that event they never said anything like that for either consoles um but like obviously xbox has been pushing that thing so i would just like people to start saying it if right now we're getting the devs coming out saying hey this doesn't work for the ones that do work i would like them to also clarify that they do work <laughs> wait so which games was it was it yakuza dirt 5 and what else yakuza 7 dirt 5 uh spider-man remastered are the confirmed ones so far with like that are and all those games are getting ps5 upgrades And they're also on the Xbox side are getting the same equivalent upgrades. Those saves transfer fine. That's where it stands currently. Okay. But uh, speaking of Xbox, we'll see. a lot of press people got some Xbox Series X's for coverage the past week. Uh, did you watch any of these? Uh, I watched a few, but like I didn't, I didn't really see a ton of it. I saw the loading times a lot on there as well. So. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of loading times. I uh, watched Jeff Grubb's video, Digital Foundries, Game Game Spots. Sorry, um, very interesting. Uh, showcase Final Fantasy Fifteen running at a locked sixty, which that's an achievement. <laughs> that game dips on a PS4 and a PS4 Pro. So just seeing that at sixty, like I've seen it at sixty on PC, but like seeing it sixty on a console is pretty cool. Uh, and the selection's been pretty limited in terms of what they could show. Because, um, again, there's embargoes everywhere right now. But one of the coolest things that I think is a highlight, that this is a Series X and S only feature. Um, it's a thing called Quick Resume. Did you hear about this at all? Yeah. Yeah, so what Quick Resume is, basically, is if you've ever used an emulator or if you play a Super Nintendo game on the NES shop 
on the Switch. Um, you can create a save state, which basically freezes your game where you left it off. And whenever you go back to it, you pick it up immediately and it works again, like nothing happened, like you just paused and walked away. Now, they're letting you do this for, I believe, up to six games at a time to just have a save state ready to go. And popping between them takes about, like, I think they said the range was eight to 16 seconds, depending on what game it is. Like, somebody was playing Final Fantasy XV, they're running around, paused the game on the in the middle of the road, uh, went over the quick resume menu, went down to GTA 4, took like eight seconds. They were standing on the sidewalk in GTA 4, like they walked away from it. Then they popped over to Doom Eternal, and they popped back over to 15, and 15 was exactly where they left it off. And it's it's again in line with what the next gen is about in terms of just convenience. But I do think it's a cool feature again where there's games like um, certain service games or roguelikes or games that you like just to get in a quick match of or a quick run of being able to save that and pop between that in the middle of a big session for like a doom eternal i think is a pretty cool feature um that again didn't need it but it's pretty cool super convenient definitely 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 it has been super uh cool to see like the what next gen is about you know mm-hmm. definitely been cool yeah for sure and in terms of their back compatibility because they were showing some stuff like that and that's one of the selling points that they've been doing in the preview coverage of like yeah 360 original xbox games work with some improvements um any game that had an uncapped frame rate on any generation can now hit 60 so like gta 4 was hitting 60 on the console which was neat um so that, that was the major takeaways that I saw out of the preview coverage. There's more nitty-gritty stuff that I... If you're interested, I would look into the people that got the coverage. So, uh, yeah. That's, uh, I I wanted, to, I wanted to see GTA 5. I was shocked to see GTA 4. Yeah, there, I think... You know? I was like, the, I mean, that's that's great. Like, that's cool. But, damn, like I, I kind of want to see GTA 5, you know? Yeah, I, I think it was mainly just to showcase that the game runs well now because like gta 4 on last gen like at least on xbox in the digital foundry video like never hit 60 ever even on the one x um so i think it was like i think they put an original xbox game in there they put a 360 game with gta 4 and then a couple uh series x and one x games to hop just to get a sense of everything but like yeah gta 5 i've I bet GTA Five will be shown when Rockstar is ready, not when the console is ready. <laughs> oh yeah, very, very true, very true. Um, that wraps the next gen news, but we got another new segment. It's just called Scary with an exclamation point. <laughs> scary. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Kevin, hit me with your best introduction for Scary. Let me see what you got. Oh, yo, you put me on the I spot. I won't put you on the spot, but just oh you, man, um, you could just you could just scream it. You could just like shrill it, like you could just whatever you're feeling. Oh my god, uh, uh, scary. That's that's what we're gonna go with. We're, Not right, we're, man. We're, right. we're gonna go. <laughs> so um, this is the month of October. Uh, we got four news items on scary real quick to run through that are, are themed around the spooky month. First up, Festival of the Lost is returning to Destiny 2. 
uh, kicks off October 6th. Um, there's a new look at some of the new exotic um, accessories and stuff like that you can get. Um, Festival of the Lost is always a fun event. Um, I've always enjoyed it. Have you ever messed with it? I don't think I have. I feel like I maybe did in like Destiny 1 type Beat, yeah, you probably I got think? the jack-o'-lantern head that lasts yeah, like 10 minutes yeah. and like the raisins and stuff like that. Like Yeah, yeah, just not not anything from Destiny 2, no way, no way, but definitely Destiny 1. Yeah, uh, so that's coming back October 6th, Aussie. Maybe that'd be a fun group stream at some point this month, just like do a little bit of Destiny grind some of the Festival of the Lost quest, because uh, it's always fun. So there's cool items you can pick up from it. Um, speaking of seasonal events, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, got its October update, uh, added pumpkins, uh, you got a bunch of like face paint colors now. You can have like a green body, a uh, paper white body, um, stuff like that. Uh, the jack o' lantern headed guest NPC character Jack will show up uh, now occasionally. You got a bunch of new Halloween recipes to enjoy. Um, so looking forward to that. I always enjoyed the new leaf Halloween stuff. The next item, though, I'll throw it to Kevin. Oh, Kevin hates Halloween. I do. I was about to say it as to why I'm like, oh, yeah, it's scary. Isn't it? Like, it's it's it it's a fine. I don't. Maybe hate's a strong word, but it's just like it's like on the same level as like President's Day for me, where it's like, I right, cool. President's Jesus. <laughs> What is wrong with you? President's Day doesn't have movies. You know what? No, okay, okay. You know what? Okay, you know what? No, what? You know what? No, okay. That was a bit much. That was much. That was a lot. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what's? Oh, maybe you know what's perfect? Actually, St. Patrick's Day. It's like yeah, like I may like do something for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely gone to a Halloween party. You know. Okay. You know, for sure. Like, I've definitely gone to, like, a St. Paddy's party. But I'm not, like, decked out in, you know, purple and orange and black and all that. You know. Yeah. It's fine. It's a fine holiday. You know? But, like, <laughs> not even, like, the Halloween Oreos. Like, you don't even like those? Like, they're the, the Halloween movies, horror movies, anything like that. Like, Nightmare Before Christmas, Friday the 13th. No. Those don't hit, hit, those don't hit different in the month of October for you? Halloween Town has looked. <laughs> See, okay, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Halloween Town's great. Uh, other than that, shoot, I've never seen Friday the Thirteenth. I've never okay. seen what was what was the other movies you said? Uh Nightmare Before Christmas. No, I've never seen that. All right. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hocus Pocus is pretty cool. You know. Some of them okay, so I don't get what's what wrong then, because all these things are the reasons people like October. It's just you don't that's... like those little uh, Pillsbury cookies that got like the image on them. Oh no! Oh god no! Oh no! No no! It's no. just because like look, it's just in the way, is what I like. It's just in the way from like oh, the whatever. from the good stuff, you know, from the Thanksgivings, from the even better stuff. The Christmas. You know what I'm saying? It's just in the way. New sure. Year's. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess. But <laughs> I, 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 just wanted, I just wanted you to defend your wrong statement. Um, mm. Mm. And here's the thing. We, there's one more actual news item on this for Scary okay. this week. Okay. Um, and 
I was gonna give you a 90 second timer, but now okay. I'm feeling 60. So. Oh wait, if it's for what I think it is, I'm gonna need like, I'm gonna need a little bit. May you um, know what? 60 might be fine, honestly. Yeah, it's 60 seconds. When I cue you, to explain what the new Black Ops Zombies thing is. All go. Right. Here we go. So. Uh, for those aware, don't really have to know too much about it. Essentially, the zombie storyline has a conclusion. It happened in Black Ops 4. It is what it is. But we're but what we're doing is we're telling a new side story that is still within the universe because the zombie storyline ended up uh, introducing a multiverse as well. But now it's a singularity. It's a whole thing, but it's a part. It's connected to the original story, but it's an offshoot. It's like a side story. Right? Thirty seconds. Uh, so they're bringing back Juggernaut. That's great. The new, uh, map is called Die Machine or something like that. Die Machine. It's Nocturne Toten. It's a much bigger area of Nocturne Toten. Nocturne Toten famously takes place in World War II, but now it is taking place in the Cold War. So there's a bunch of graffiti and all that. Uh, there's underground labs and stuff like that. Very cool. So, so like essentially it's like the Soviet Union picked up with where the Nazis left off. And there's a bunch of cool stuff on that. Uh, Wonder Weapons, Ray Gun's back. You get streaks in the game. They announce a battle pass for zombies. Um, There's loadouts in zombies as well, so you don't have to just start with a... You you don't have to start with a starting pistol. If my time is up, I think that's... that's You're like 10 seconds over, but if you had a final thought, you can put the final thought out there. Uh, Yeah, no, no. Streaks, loadouts, new characters um, as well. And it's supposed to be connected somehow to a new Warzone event happening in October called, like, The Haunting of Redansk, I think it's called. All right. Which is the Warzone map, so, yeah. Um, Overall, though, very positive on it. From yeah. what I saw, I was I was excited. I was excited. How, how important is Zombies to you? Because for me and my friends, when I used to play Black Ops, Zombies was, like, half of our total playtime. So, what it was is it was multiplayer during the day. And then once the... Listen, Christian... Mm-hmm. Once the sun went down, mm-hmm. it was zombies time. All right, you know what I'm saying. Once we were fed up with Black Ops One lobbies, go to zombies. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I fell out a little bit after like Black Ops Three for the most part. Like Black mm-hmm. Ops Four zombies, it just didn't hit the same. You know, it just yeah, and they didn't have the same team for the storyline. Like, what's the main appeal for me is definitely the storyline. Above yeah, wasn't it super weird, weird in World War Two? It was like time travel and like Romans and stuff like that. Um, wait, in, in World War Two, yeah, well, yeah. I'm not talking like, but I think you know already. That was Sledgehammer, so that's a different right. thing. Yeah, I'm, Treyarch yeah. Zombies has always been the best one. Yeah. Always. Oh, for sure, by a mile. Yeah, by a mile. And like, I specifically care the most about, of course, Treyarch Zombie storyline, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's? Did you see the trailer though? For the new zombie stuff? I skimmed it. Okay. Did you see the woman in the beginning? No. You Okay. There's a woman in the beginning. I'm going to just tell you because why not? Uh, It's Samantha grown up. Ooh. Yeah. So that is already like, oh, I love this. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely has me excited for sure. Um. And it's it's gonna be cool to see you know what they tell in the same universe, uh, with the zombie storyline. Even though there is a conclusion, like it's done with the main cast and crew, uh, which that crew isn't isn't returning. That's a little bit of a hurt, but it's okay. We have Samantha. That's that's a that's a that's a direct character. Okay, okay. I'll take it. But 
Very nice. I'm excited. I'm excited. It looked cool. Um, there's other things that you're excited for, so let's open a quick time capsule. Mm. Um, as always, we record the show on Thursdays, so sometimes we record on the eve of a big game release. Sometimes they're not big, but sometimes there's two at once. Sometimes it's a game we're looking forward to. So uh, tonight, got two games. Appeal to both of us, but you're getting both at launch. Yes. So, Kevin, what do you want to put out into the world before you play Crash 4 and Star Wars Squadrons? All right. First off, a Crash 4, from what I've been seeing, things are looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that it's not, like, brutal in difficulty, like Crash 1. But if it's, like, a little – you know what? Give me, like, a notch harder – in like a crash two scenario and i'm down with that yeah you know? crash two is what i want out of it yeah i want i want like a crash two of like definitely some hard stuff for sure it's not crazy you, you know you're gonna get through it i want right. that um i've been hearing a lot of cool stuff with like the the different masks and i actually went last night and watched all of the crash four content like all the trailers and all that stuff and like definitely having the context of the games before that was like okay now, now I'm now I'm now I'm a little more excited, you know. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how that goes. Star Wars Squadrons, Star Wars, I love you. Please, please, please don't mess up the story. Please be a good story. It's cool. It's forty dollars. I'm expecting a six six to seven hour thing. I'm fine with that. I don't care about length of a Star Wars story, but please give me something good. Give me something with Hera. That's really good. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I think at this point, with the game being out in like six hours, actually the game's out by now. We're not live. I think I can oh, say right, this yeah. legally. Yeah, I think I can say it's legally. Um, I, I, I'm a roll with it. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. The game's out. Hopefully, I won't get in trouble. I did play this game uh, with the EA playtest uh, mm-hmm. um, whole thing a few months back, and. I don't know if I told you this offline or anything, but do you remember the last time we saw Squadrons where we saw uh, Leia talking and, like, that whole cutscene type thing? Yeah. I That was a part of the playtest. So oh, I, nice. So, yeah. So I did see that already, and I played through, like, two campaign missions, kind of, like, setting up both sides out of the two narratives that they're telling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just mainly the main point was the gameplay. The game was very fun. Like... There were Christian like when you first hit a boost mm-hmm. in like an X wing, like I legit was giddy. Like I was like, oh, this, this, they nailed this. Yeah. Like the way I imagined this feeling, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like I'm low key more. I mean, not even low key. I'm obviously more excited for Squadrons than Crash Four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm just hope that the if the just tell me a good Star Wars story. That's it. Sure. G- give me some nice lore info. Give me some nice, you know, tie-ins to where it's taking place. I think we'll be cool. I think we'll be good. You know? Yeah. But. Well. What about um, you, good sir? I'm getting both of these games eventually. Don't know when. Soon-ish. Uh, Crash 4, I just want to, it to be more Crash 2 than Crash 3. Um, that Yeah. I trust them. They worked on Insane Trilogy. They did a great job of the Spyro Trilogy. So, uh, giving them their own stab at it. Everything I've seen looks great. So, excited to get to it eventually. 
yeah. squadrons um same kind of deal yeah excited to play it eventually um alphabet squadron is a book that i read this year and it was fantastic and it takes place in the same era so i hope they're in the game i know Hera's in the game so that's already one reference so if they get alphabet squadron in there that's gonna be sick but um yeah i'm i'm excited to hear impressions next week so mm-hmm. definitely definitely very, very excited with that though time capsule sealed star pots 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 the time has come after weeks of us in the planning being like you know what maybe it's this week maybe we just do it a little early <laughs> and then having to not do it <laughs> for no joke i think four or five episodes in a row at this point yeah yeah guys uh listening it it's been a solid month yeah it's been like a solid month we sure. now officially have to do it today if there was anything else we would have had to do this at some point because the fall season starts it's it's already begun uh it's of course time for our quarterly hypes and holdups we're going to be running through all of the games coming out that i have the slightest knowledge of what they are (laughs) from now until december Mm -hmm. uh kevin and i will each pick one hype pick which we're excited for we think you should be too give some reasoning and one hold up pick which is not necessarily something we think will be bad, but something where it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe just take a sec. Take a sec, reevaluate it, really think about it, see like what's up with it, and uh, go from there. You know, like maybe there's some, some things you should consider that maybe it's not all it's going to be cracked up to be. Right. Yeah, not bad, but just like a, we got a feeling, you know? Because like I think my hold up last time we did this was like Ghost, I think. What, what what was my holdup? Do you remember? Avengers? No, we didn't. We did this in the summer, right? We didn't do this. Was the last time we did this before Avengers got delayed? Because we uh, ran up until September. No, no, because. Oh shoot! I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Damn, I don't remember. I also don't remember. I don't remember. Mm. I really don't. But well, we'll see. I. At least I'm going in. I think I know what's my holdup, but I'm not sure if it is going to be. Yeah, I, I'm i feeling a holdup right now. Okay. And I'm not sure what my hype is yet, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm not sure on hype either, but okay. I think I might know. October 2nd, the day this episode comes out, we got Crash 4 dropping on the PS4 and the Xbox One. We got Star Wars Squadrons as well. We just covered both of those. Uh, I'm assuming... Neither of those are your hypes or holdups since they're right around here. Yeah, no, like maybe in the world where Squadrons was like just single player focus and like yeah. where, you know, it, it was a whole thing, I could definitely see it maybe being a hype, but nah, unfortunately not. So it doesn't mean it's bad. I'm mm-hmm. excited for it. I'm excited. Nice. Uh, also on October 2nd, I discovered this game like a day ago and I'm kind of excited for it. It's. Dropping on Switch, I think it's been on PC for a while. It's gonna be two bucks. Um, it's called MacBat sixty four Journey of a Nice Chap. Excuse it's, me. <laughs> it's an indie game made by one person. Okay. That is replicating the aesthetic and like 
level design of a Nintendo 64 game, like specifically a Banjo-Kazooie or DK64, and you're just a little bat, and you're going around collecting stuff and uh, going through levels. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Two two dollars on the Nintendo Switch. Hey, I mean you you can't beat two dollars. Yeah, even if it's like forty five minutes, dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, October sixth, Nickelodeon Kart Racers two coming to PS four, Xbox One, and the Switch. What? Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I swear. I saw this, Christian. I thought it was fake. I thought it was like a, hey, we really want this. Like, I didn't know it was for real. No. Did we see this at any thing. show? Wait, what? Did we, like, see this at any, like, any, like, opening night live or something like that? Or, like, Gamescom or something? Or No. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, there was a Nickelodeon Kart Racers 1 that I watched an Easy Ally stream of, and it was a broken mess. Mm. But hmm. do you have a fondness for Nickelodeon? Not um I mean I have a I mean for the shows, yes, but not the not, not the, the cart racers. Not the cart racers, no, no, no. I, I think what's funny, what I know of the original is it was a roster of like eight characters and four of them were Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Which is That's pretty funny. That's great. That's great. Right? So what, like what we got Rugrats, what? spongebob yeah i can run th- i have the uh, roster pulled up for this so oh okay perfect yeah yeah perfect I, uh, I would like to hear it so there's jojo siwa um she's some like preteen person i don't know is it like a cartoon or like a real person? no it's a person it's a person oh wait this is weird okay this is okay st- okay all right keep it going i'll i'll be uh, spongebob patrick squidward sandy cat dog my boys that's hot um, that's hot the shredder leonardo donatello Raphael, michelangelo uh some character who i've never seen in my entire life um tommy pickles from the rugrats chucky finster from the rugrats reptar uh angelica from the rugrats danny phantom Ooh. Shout okay, out! There we, go. there we go. Okay, there we Dude, go. Dude, respect for them putting Danny Phantom in a game mad, in 2020. Mad respect for Danny Phantom. Absolutely. Come on now. D- Side note: Did you ever play like uh, Nicktoons Unite or anything I like that? Like, didn't. I didn't. I no, didn't. No, that you yeah, could play as Danny Phantom in that game. That was pretty I know. cool. Danny, Danny Phantom's goaded for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, again, another character I've never seen in my life. Um. Arnold from Hey Arnold, Gerald okay. from Hey Arnold, I think was his name. Uh, Helga from Hey Arnold, Ang from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Fire, Fire. From Legend of Korra. Who is? Who is it? Korra. Okay, Korra. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Uh, again, another character I've never seen in my life. Um, Ren and Stimpy. I don't know which one is which, but they're both here. Um, Invader Zim, his little robot friend Gur, Rocco from Rocco's, Rocco's Modern Life. And Heffa from Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, hey, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, but hey, the ones that I do know, they, okay, there we go. Yeah, man, I'm surprised at how, yeah. like, this is a lot of 90s, Nick. That's wild. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Love well, to see it. All right. I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, Next up, October 8th, I Am Dead from Annapurna coming out on the Switch. Ooh. Okay, Do you remember I'm, this one? 
Oh, I wish I had the same list that you had. What's some illustrations? I, I, can, here. I, could, I can send you the list if you want. No. I can just look at that as we go. It's okay. I am okay. dead. Let me just prove. Oh, I do remember this. So I do. Kevin, can you can you describe it for those that may not know it? If I like, it showed up a lot in the Summer Game Fest. So like, just give a brief yeah. description of what it is. So, imagine very very pastel color palette. Very um like, how, how would I put it? Like a soft art style. Like it like like it looks very undetailed, solid. Uh, like like a soft art style. It's a charming puzzle adventure game, uh, and yeah, I, I think that's a, probably about all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, so. I think the premise is like, in the title, you're dead, and you're trying to solve puzzles on some island that has like some mystery to it. So it and like you said, it has a very nice looking art style to it, and Annapurna yeah. always usually hits. So. I, I do like Annapurna games. I am mm-hmm. I'm a fan of them. So um, big fan. October 13th, we've got NHL 21 on the PS4 and Xbox One. We also have Torchlight 3 on the, on the PS4. That is a Diablo-like, very popular on a PC. Torchlight 2 uh, is also on Switch. So uh, I know that's a game that has a big fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, October 15th, we got Raji, an ancient epic, which was released on Switch at, I believe, the last indie showcase. It was a game... It uh, looks like a. I think it's dealing with like Indian mythology, and it's. Um, I think it was also made in India, and they're. It's like an adventure game. It's like a Zelda-esque adventure game. It's more isometric, I think, than like a close-up Zelda game. But it's an adventure game. I heard pretty positive things about it when it dropped at the last Switch presentation. So it's in PS4. Very soon. Same day. Jackbox Party Pack 7 in the Switch, Xbox One, and PS4, and PC. Would you believe me that I never played the Jackbox game? <laughs> I, I mean, have o- I've like always seen it played at parties, but I've just never had the chance to play it. I don't know. It was just the people that I didn't know that were playing it. I was like, okay, all right, cool. I mean, it can be very funny, but here's the thing. Jackbox, uh-huh. 90% of the time is the most enjoyable if you're playing it with people who are funny i see okay right right so like so if you don't have the, any funny friends don't bother <laughs> yeah yeah the enjoyment is is what you bring to it not necessarily what you'll get out of it just solely from the game itself yeah right. I, right. not to, not fully because like the games i think are positioned in a way that make it f- like they give you so much material to make something funny out of it gotcha but like it is like you should be playing with a group at least like at least mm. four people i think to have the full good experience with it right right i see so okay um but still very fun uh october 16th we got mario kart live home circuit this is the rc car switch controlled mario kart ar game that uh, i don't understand how it works but uh it's dropping this month 100 bucks I am. I can't wait to hear what they had to say about this. Yeah, I want to. I I just want to know how this works. I want to see it running in action. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm 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 very excited to see what people can say about that for sure. Do you have any Radio Shacks near you? Uh, um, Are they bankrupt? Are they? Because like there I was a Radio bankrupt. Shack near me before, and it's gone now. I haven't seen a Radio Shack in, like, probably since, like, middle school. 
Okay, because I was gonna say this feels like an item that I would see in a Radio Shack, <laughs> like locked up. It's like the <laughs> one thing in there next to like the HDMI cables and like. Right, right, right. So I'm so excited though. I I mm-hmm. I just want to see what, see how it works. I you know, if I ever get blessed to see it in person, that'd be great too. But yeah, too yeah. bad Radio Shack is probably not open right now (laughs) (laughs) i could have said best buy best buy would have worked too i just get this oh yeah from it Uh, best buy will will sure have absolutely absolutely yeah Yeah. uh october 20th doom eternal the ancient gods part one hitting ps4 and xbox one i believe it's also dropping on game pass on that day because doom eternal is now on game pass so nice nice um where were you at with that because i know you love eternal yeah i'm i have a separate list of dlcs that will be played on next gen gotcha if that's even possible if you can carry what you're saying you know what i'm saying yeah like like if it's possible we're gonna do it like control dlc cool that mm-hmm. doom definitely borderlands 3 stuff definitely playing uh gonna be played over there yeah if they'll let me if, if that's a route I can do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, you need to have a complete save file to do this because spoilers. It's like, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Eternal I'm is another one I'm going to play probably before the end of the year, especially if I get my hands on a Series S. But, Definitely. Definitely. Uh, October 22nd, Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Crown, Tundra. Touched on that earlier today. Looking forward to it. Um, it's I know exactly what I'm going to get out of it. So uh, that's going to be a time. Day later, October twenty third, Transformers Battlegrounds is hitting the PS four on the Switch. Are you aware of this game? I heard it talked about, but I forgot what made it have a flag in my head when I heard it. It looks like a mobile game. A mobile or MOBA? Mobile. Mobile, okay. Gotcha. What what we did not want to hear. Gotcha. Yeah, we, well I guess both ways. We didn't want to I just think them, I just think it's funny. We start the generation with like a sleeper hit transformers game like the one platinum made that everybody loved devastation right yes transformers devastation and now now we're ending one with another transformers game which does not look like that at all but uh um four days later though ghost runner is hitting ps4 and switch and xbox christian yes I'm gonna play this fucking game, Christian. I swear on my life. I don't know it's when. It's cheap, isn't it? I wanna. Oh my god, I wanna play this game. I wanna play this game. It looks so fun. It looks so yeah. fun, dude. It looks so intuitive. It looks. Let ba- Oh man. Let the audience know what kind of game it is. All right. Imagine Mirror's Edge. So your first person. A lot of parkouring is done. A lot of you know, man, like you gotta maneuver around an environment using parkour, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have a massive sword. And there's people that are shooting at you, right? But you can, like, slow down time and, like, move to the side and take them out. And it looks really challenging sometimes because when there's, like, three people shooting at you, you could easily get shot because they're they're moving in real time. But you got to use your limited amount of time to go slow-mo to be able to get the edge on them. It looks great. It It looks really fun. I definitely implore everyone go and check it out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It looks very, very cool. It looks super cool. And I don't know if you mentioned this, but it has like a cyberpunk kind of vibe to it in a it way. Definitely does. Yes. Like, yes. very, very good looking game. Um, and I, I think it's 20 bucks. 
off the top of my head, I think that's the price of this thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm that is definitely on my radar for sure. I don't know if I'll play it this month on PS4. I don't know. We'll see. But I am excited for that game. Very nice. Uh same day, October twenty seventh, we got Oddworld, New and Tasty hitting the Switch. Um I pull these from Metacritic on the upcoming releases. Mm-hmm. There was an Oddworld game in the recent PS5 event, and I don't know if it was this one. Because no. I, I didn't see a release date for it. Yeah, oh, it's no, a okay, one. so yeah. This is the 2014 game that you and I own on PlayStation Plus. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, New and Tasty is the 2014 game, so it's just coming to Switch. Because there was another Oddworld game that made its way there earlier this year, but this is the traditional Oddworld type game in Switch. Yeah, the new one's Oddworld Soulstorm. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. October 29th, Watch Dogs Legion. Mm-hmm. That's there's an alternate reality out there where I'm excited for this game. Can't wait for it. One, it's so bad, but we are not in that reality, you know. I Why is that? I'm gonna Dude, I don't know. Like like they ha- like uh, I think the no protagonist throws me off. You know what I'm saying? I think that their only gimmick, I mean, like, feature, but essentially a gimmick. <laughs> like, damn, that's crazy. Like, their only feature that they've taught it for this game is that I can play as anyone. And I get that. That's great. Like, yeah. but is there anything else? Like, but out. So I think this one I'm going to, I'm definitely going to look into reviews for this game and see how it goes. You know, if it gets, you know, seven, eight, nine, cool. Cool. That's that's probably a buy down the line for sure. But Kevin, I don't know. If instead of recent, I don't think we ever talked about this in the show. If instead of recently revealing you can play the whole game as Aiden Pierce from the first game, but they would let you be as play as Marcus, would you be in on day one if you could just track down Marcus and play the whole game as him? Okay. Oh, like wait, wait. So if there was like a hypothetical like main protagonist or like we're like swapping no, out you can find aiden pierce in the game and play the yeah. entire game as him so if instead of him they revealed hey marcus is back in the position we just put aiden in of like he's in the game you can play the whole game as him but it was marcus and you could find marcus and play the whole game as marcus would you be okay. in yes okay. i think i would i yeah. think i would i think i think i'd be yeah Maybe, but I'd be obviously more likely to play as the better protagonist out of the sure. both games than the weaker protagonist by a mile. But yeah, it is what it is. Because I got to imagine that, like, Marcus has to be in Watch Dogs Legion. If hey, you're going to throw it, like, oh my God. If you're going to throw Aiden Pierce, bro, come on. Like, come on, y'all. Like, there's no way. Come on. Hey, may- honestly, I could also see maybe... Because, like, Aiden Pierce is, like, we all know Marcus is a better character. I haven't played a Watch Dogs game, but I know he's a better character. Aiden Pierce is a meme because of the name. Like, if we're, if you're slightly connected to the game's, like, circuit, you know the name Aiden Pierce, you know? Like, <laughs> so oh, maybe they don't reveal Marcus because he's in the game. Maybe you need to have, like, a completed game of Watch Dogs 2 and they'll like read that and like be like hey since you finished Watch Dogs 2 now you can find him in the game like maybe something like that um isn't it crazy how this generation started off with seeing Watch Dogs and we're kind of ending it with, with yeah. Watch Dogs damn 
Yeah. Which, uh, which look at that. And like like I said, I've never played one. If I'm playing any of them, it is Watch Dogs 2. I do not care about Legion at all, really. Sounds like a plan. Definitely. Definitely. October 30th, Little Hope, a Dark Pictures anthology game oh, yeah. dropping on the PS4. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This one is, uh, again, in, in the vein of um, Man of Medan, uh, but the original format was Until Dawn, the cinematic story-based decision-making game where there's so many branching paths, think Telltale, um, but at a much higher fidelity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Hope is the second stab at the Dark Pictures anthology, which is set up to be shorter experiences. They're really not connected at all, aside from a narrator. And each one is going to be drastically different in terms of the setting. They're all horror stories, but the first one, Mad- Madame was on a boat. This one is in like a suburb town, so much more in line with like a Scream or a Nightmare on Elm Street atmosphere. But um, yeah, this hit in PS4 on the 30th, right in time for Halloween. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Do you what? play Man of Madame? I did play Man of Madame. I did play it. I was not impressed. Uh, <laughs> I did not uh, like it that much, to be honest. Um, I thought I, I thought they did some cool stuff, and I heard there were some cool stuff and like co-op and everything that definitely sounds like fun. But I never had that experience. I just played single player, and uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest thing I've played. Um, yeah. But I'll still check out. Like, I mean, hey, I mean, you know, maybe maybe they really did some work. Maybe because I know this did get a delay. I believe. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong on that, but but I feel like it got delayed. I think so. Maybe maybe they took those criticisms to heart, and maybe this ends up being really cool and being really good. Maybe it has a shimmer of uh, what Until Dawn had, you know, in terms of like characters and all that. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We will. Uh, same day, Pikmin Three Deluxe hits the Switch. Uh, the latest Wii U port hitting the Switch. Um, I've never played Pikmin. I'm curious, but I'm curious when it's on sale. I think. Like, <laughs> um, do, I know your Nintendo history is limited, but did you ever mess with Pikmin? There was a Pikmin on the Wii. There's one on the GameCube. One on the Wii U. Like anything. I, you know what's funny? I feel like I feel like an aunt or uncle got us a Wii copy of a Pikmin. Pikmin is an aunt and uncle game. I really feel that. Like with like, I also got uh. Oh my god, what's that game like? Something Blitz, there's monkeys on it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball, yeah. 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 It Banana was in Blitz. that realm. Of like the aunt and uncle yeah. type of purges. I feel like I saw Pikmin at my house. I never played it, but but no. So to answer your question, no. I have no, I have no experience with Pikmin <laughs> at all. I know a lot of people that really love them. Apparently, they can be very difficult. Um resource management type deal like survival in a way of like managing your your army of pikmin on getting certain things um yeah so it, it's it seems like it can be complex and again it's one we'll check out at some point i'm not in a rush uh, uh november 3rd the only reason this is on here is because of the outrage that followed the announcement of this bakugan hitting the switch bakugan Next up, we got <laughs> November 6th, uh, Dirt 5, PS4 and Xbox One. Dirt 5, as we know, is going to have um, 
a next-gen version, I believe, on both consoles. Um, again, upgrades work. Saves don't on the PS5 side. But uh, that's a car game. November 6th, we got Sword and Shield Complete. So if you missed out on Pokemon Sword and Shield, you're going to be able to buy a physical copy of the game that includes Sword and or Shield, sorry, Sword or Shield, as well as the expansion pass for each respective game. So if you did not play Pokemon Sword or Shield yet, you want to wait until November, go into a store, you can get the cartridge, which includes the main game and both expansions that are released in the year 2020. Wait, wait, wait. Is it like you can pick the sword version or the shield version, or do you pick once and like that's what you got? So I think the cartridge has it on it. Like I think the expansion you buy is on the cartridge already. So like you put shield in. Like you go to the store, you buy, can I please have the shield complete edition? They give you a copy of Pokemon Shield on a cartridge and the expansion is included on that cartridge. Oh, the sword expansion. Yes, depending on which one you buy. Okay, but you still gotta, like, buy, like, a voucher code to get the sword version? No, it's it's including the DLC. Like, all the entire expansion pass, which is both DLCs, is included with this physical version of this complete edition of sword. Or shield. (laughs) wait wait okay so there's a sword complete edition and a shield complete edition but the two okay 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 i thought it was one sword and shield bundle it's it's like how you pick already but this time if you missed out altogether you pick whichever one you want and it includes the expansion pass which has two dlcs which have released this year gotcha okay okay gotcha Mm -hmm. okay okay so I follow you. I follow you. Yes. I see. So if you if you waited, you locked out, you can get all together. Gotcha. Uh, November 10th, Xbox Series launch day. Let's run through these games. Um, Yakuza 7, which is not... Sorry, it's Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's not being called Yakuza 7. Uh, that's hitting the PS4 and Xbox family. Uh, November 10th, Assassin's Creed Valhalla hitting the PS4 and the Xbox family. Um, November 10th as well, Destiny 2 Beyond Light hitting the PS4 and the Xbox family, included in Xbox Game Pass. Uh, And November 10th, exclusively on the Xbox, Tetris Effect Connected, uh, the new version of Tetris Effect, which includes multiplayer mode, uh, a couple of new modes, um, I think new levels. But that is Xbox Xbox Series X launch day. Um, We can briefly talk about a couple of those games because i know some of them interest both of us um yakuza like a dragon kevin mm-hmm. hmm hold on i'm looking at the rest of this list yakuza like a dragon might be nakuza nakuza yakuza like a dragon <laughs> gets a nod from me it gets a very firm nod okay okay because i think my hype is for something else okay man but this is like a very close hype i think this would be it if this other thing didn't exist gotcha gotcha because kevin i know i said this before but i'm done with resident evil now the entire series i finished it you did you did do that congratulations 
Yakuza 0 is days away from being started. You... And then I got Kuami, and then all the other ones are on sale right now. I can get all of them, out, all the other ones, for like four, 50 bucks right now for every Yakuza game on the PS4. I might do it. And if I wasn't so committed to wanting to experience this story, I would just buy the reboot. Because it's like a soft reboot, same timeline, new character, new story, new things like that. But that game looks great to me. I've seen a lot of it. It looks very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I have no affinity towards... Uh, I say Yakuza like an idiot, but Yakuza... Uh, got got nothing for you, nothing for you there. Mm-hmm. I know people have recommended Judgment, you know. As mm-hmm. far as I'm aware, I believe it's, I believe that's a JRPG, I think. No, so Judgment is like Yakuza, the main ones that we've had so far, where it's still an action game. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is a turn-based JRPG. Oh, Like a Dragon is is a turn-based one. Yes. Oh. So that might change your mind. If you like your turn base, you don't want to waste time beating people up every <laughs> every second. You can uh, do turn based. Interesting. And I believe Like a Dragon is getting a dub. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So I see. I see. But, yeah, I see. I, I'm excited to play that one at some point. Don't know if that's going to be after I play Zero and Kiwami and just skip the rest and then play them later or what. But yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon looks very good. Gotcha. Uh. But the one I know has your heart is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Where are you at with that? Oh man, y'all. This is this is this is gonna be the game where I really get used to the PS5, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like this is gonna be the one that I'm gonna spend the most time early on with, I feel like. You know, mm-hmm. after of course Spider Man, because duh, right? But I think like like the the game that I first I feel like connect with from like a long standpoint of like how many hours put into a single game, this is gonna be the first one on PS Five. I can't wait for it. Give me this now. Like I, I oh man, I've I've been I've been itching for it. You know, mm-hmm. last stream someone was talking about Odyssey. I'm like man, don't even don't even do it. Just just don't. It's too big of a game. If you're thinking about getting Valhalla, I say just go with Valhalla. You know, yeah. but I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Super excited. Mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah. Again, as someone who loves Odyssey as well, you love it way more than I do, but I still really like Odyssey. Uh, it's my second favorite Assassin's Creed game. Mm. Valhalla, I'm not feeling it this year. Oh, really? What happened? Because, like, I got my fill of this formula <laughs> with Odyssey. I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I didn't even finish everything there was to do in that game. Uh, or like even some of the big important side quests I didn't finish. This um, is like my cyberpunk in terms of like hours spent. You know, sure. this is this is this is this, this is where I'll be at yeah. while everyone else is in Night City. Mm-hmm. I'll be in uh, uh, uh shoot, what's it called? Europe. <laughs> I'll be in Europe. I'll be in Europe. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, like hearing that it's well, it's smaller than Odyssey is it makes me happy because <laughs> like Odyssey, as much as it, I really like that game, it is too big. Too big. I agree. Um, but yeah, maybe if there's no Assassin's Creed next year, maybe I'll play that then because I I should be super excited for this game. Vikings, 
perfect thing to like ex- super exciting world to tackle with assassin's creed i'm just i'm not ready yet i think there is going to be one next year i think i think oh they're God, doing really? two and then one year off last year was a year off okay right well no because yeah because origins was, was 2017 and it was origins and then odyssey year off you're right you're right you're right yep. and then valhalla the other team oh. you're out yeah at least that's what they've done for this first cycle. I'll, maybe they change it up. I don't know. But yeah, because we got gods and monsters as well. We got the thing now throwing a wrench and everything. <laughs> so maybe that doesn't work. Um, <sighs> Destiny Two Beyond Light. Uh, I, I'm excited for. Uh, refound my love of Destiny this year, but um, I'm I'm a little interested to see what the long term plan is for the vault. We've talked about that a bit before on the show, but like yeah. If the the end game is to make it all work on an SSD, so that way we can have everything all together, great, no problem. But if it is just like a way to stay relevant, that's a little less right exciting or good to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, I think just solely because like the way I treat Destiny, like I don't play Destiny how it should be played, which is a right. hey, check in every week, do your dailies, I'll do all that. I'm definitely more of a hey new new expansion. I'll play this. Maybe I stick around for a week or two, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a month, but then I'm out, you know. Yeah. Um so I think the vault I don't think would affect me. Yeah, I right? Cuz I've played all the stuff that's leaving, right? I think. I mean, yeah, but like also. I mean, it's. I mean, it's shitty, but you know. No, because I mean, like, say they add something like they're adding the Cosmodrome back. Uh huh. With new stuff, I don't know how long that stays. So like, if you just can't make time for Destiny yet, if no new oh, expansion comes out, you know, right, you miss out. Right, right, right. But definitely for Beyond Light, that is something that of course I am going to play this fall. Of course. Oh yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. Def- definitely going to play that. For sure, for sure. I might do, man. Now I kind of want to do uh, the uh, Destiny Two stream sh- that you were talking about because I do want to give one last goodbye to Destiny on PS4. You know? Oh sure, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, also, I will say Tetris Effect Xbox community, treat yourself. Incredible mm. game. It was in my top five the year it came out. I bought a VR for that. It's excellent. <laughs> um. We got November twelfth next. Now, Kevin, you know this is a big day. Oh, this is a very oh, big day. Absolutely, November twelfth. I'll, I'll be out there with a hazmat suit, getting my PS Five. Let's go. Because Just Dance twenty twenty one drops on November twelfth on the Switch, and I'm assuming the everything back to the Wii. I'm, I'm sure everything that can handle Just Dance is getting Just Dance. Okay, we're 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 gonna leave with that. Okay. Alright. Because everything everything else is PS PS5 stuff. Mm. So um well pause. No it's not. Um, <laughs> a shout out just now. I think this is the is this the one that is not coming to Wii or the last one that's I coming think, to Wii? I don't know. I feel like we say that every year, man. It's probably in the Wii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like every year it's been like, Oh, this is the last year, but like then I hear I that th- again the year after. I think this is the one that's the la I think this is either the one that's not coming to Wii or the last one coming. Yeah, this one's not coming to Wii. So, end of an era. End of an era. You know? My sisters are going to be very upset. 
Yeah. I haven't told them this news yet, but they're going to be devastated. But um, November 12th, we got Spider-Man Miles Morales. We got Sackboy Big Adventure. We got Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, and Godfall. All those are coming to PS5. And Miles Morales, Sackboy are coming to PS4 as well. Question. Yes. Are we not talking about Playroom? If we're not, again, oh, I'll you're saying. Yeah, there's, I get there's it. the pack-in game that yeah. comes with PS5s. It's an Astro kind of sequel. Like, I don't know how big it's going to be. It might just be a tech demo. Like, yeah, that's that's probably just the best tech demo we're ever going to play, and that's, and that's what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, it's not the Astro Bot 2 that I want. But, Christian, I'm, I'm telling you right now, on, on GG... I am counting that as a game. <laughs> All right, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I am going to count that as a game. All right. I am going to do so, that. Um, out of all of these, is there a hype and or hold up here for you? Because we talked about these games at length. If there's not one, we don't have to hang here. I uh, Chris, I think I might have to give the roses to Miles Morales. I think that might be my hype. Uh, I'm okay. very excited for this, you know? I'm very excited to see mm-hmm. what what they do with the character. Um, f- so far, from what we've seen, at least personally, I think it's all great. Yeah. I haven't seen any red flags. I'm loving the representation. Shout out to my Puerto Rican brothers. Big fan of that. And sisters, not not just brothers and and sisters both. Um, excited for that. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'm really gonna love my. I mean, we don't know. But I think I'm really going to thoroughly enjoy Miles Morales. Like, and potentially, like, is definitely warranted for a hype, you know, with that soundtrack. Come on, man. You know, like, I think there's there's too many things working for me with this game that it's this this might be the one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm excited to play that game as well. I... I have a high bar in my mind for the character of Miles, and I hope Insomniac's take on him can like come into his own and hit, and hit that bar. Yeah. It's like Spider Verse was incredible. Everybody thinks that movie's great, right? Indeed. Um, the comics, Miles is a very good Spider Man. I think Miles fills the role of like the original peter parker like the high school kid right because he's still in high school he's still a kid dealing with this stuff Mm -hmm. so if they can tell a story with miles the way they couldn't with peter and have that character again come into his own the way that i thought their peter did and like be another excellent take on miles morales that's going to be fantastic so looking forward to it um yeah, none, none of my hypes or holdups are here, despite Godfall being on here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's killing me not Shut to hype to... that one. Dude, what if Godfall is like a fucking 9.5, and it's like, ah, the park, good. <laughs> like, I'm going to be, yo. Oh, are you getting, can you Can you just let me know, out of this lineup, okay. what are you actually getting? Okay, what well, am I actually getting? Like, for sure, Spider-Man. Okay. I think Sackboy is definitely on the for sure line. I think. I'm like, I mean, I know how I'm going to do is I'm going to first purchase, of course, Miles Morales. That's right. purchase number one. Ultimate edition, they get Spider Man Remaster as well. 
I'm also getting Black Ops Cold War. I'm also getting Valhalla. Did I miss that? I don't know. I don't uh, think I read Black Ops. Oh no, well. I did. I did. It's the day later. Oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, be also Destiny Beyond Light as well, but gotcha. yeah, Demon Souls will, guys. That's a that's a that that's a sensitive topic for me. All right, we'll see. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm scared. We'll see. Okay, this, here's the thing. Here's what, the thing. Let me let me give up? you one solid pitch for this. What do you got? What do you got? I have seen you play difficult games, I, and you get I know through I can it. Do it. And I know is, I get through it. I know. The, I know. The from software games, they're fair. They just force you to learn. Once you learn it, once it clicks, you're good. It's challenging. It keeps you on your toes. You can't just like, waltz through it. But like it, they're much more manageable than people hype them up to be. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in you. We'll see. We will see about Demon Souls because I'm low key more inclined to do Bloodborne first before I do a Demon Souls run. You yes. know, Destruction All Stars. I need more info on that. And I did see that this week that uh, you know they had like what was it destruction points or like something some like currency in it for full semi dollar game and i'm like you got me messed up with that oh you know godfall's gonna have that too dude gearbox yeah, god damn it you're right 70 dollar game the, godfall uip 70 dollar game looks what? exactly like it is we haven't seen anything from it borderlands 3 had a different thing besides like did borderlands have a in in-game currency I'm, i don't know I i'm forgetting know. i just don't interface with borderlands like that there's any like monetization no i don't think there is i don't know um but but yeah so definitely the for sure buys spider-man i think maybe after that definitely might be Sackboy for sure um yeah 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 like i think i think that'll be a really cool way and i think honestly this is this is gonna be the game that is gonna show off like all what dual sense can do to a similar vein of like playroom you know sure i think i think yeah. this is going to be the really like intuitive fun gimmicky game that is going to really introduce us to the dual sense i think but as we'll yeah as someone who loves 3d platformers uh i would i hope this sells well i hope this does well i hope yeah. sackboy becomes a mascot as he should be as he should have been for the past decade and um i hope i hope it is i hope it's good i genuinely hope it's good and because I, I would love to see that genre have a prominent place on playstation because yeah. it, it, it hasn't since like the ps2 right right um a day later we got call of duty black ops cold war and kingdom hearts melody of memory um cold war is coming on ps4 ps5 xbox family and pc kingdom hearts is switch xbox one ps4 no next gen release should still be playable on a ps5 if you have the disc drive on the disc copy, I think you can probably still buy it from the store. So there you go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, of course, we're getting Black Ops Cold War. Mm-hmm. It's a given. It's obvious that we're going to get that. Super excited for that as well. Um, I don't think I'm going to play the beta, though. I think I'm good. I think I played the alpha. I think I'm good on that. I'll wait till it comes out. I'm sold. I'm good. Um, Melody of Memory, I'm, I'm not gonna get you know as far as i'm yeah. aware yeah but, you uh, need to have the knowledge of like nine games to play yeah, memory. Uh, that's and as bro. again as someone is a huge kingdom hearts fan 
Not getting it at launch. <laughs> like, I'm I'm really surprised that you're not. Kevin, it's a full price game. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. Okay, I forgot. I forgot. Okay, that's why. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. So, right. Gotcha. It's gonna be fun. I'm sure there's gonna be um, some cool revelations to feed into the next ten years of Kingdom Hearts, but uh, I can wait a why month and then get why? this. Why is it full price? A little cheaper. Why is it like, full price? Why? Yeah. Why would they do that? I I wonder if certain publishers were a little privy to the fact a few months ago that next gen was gonna like hike up the prices by 10 bucks almost universally and then they were like hey our 40 dollar game might as well get ahead of it might as well just rank it up to 60 because hmm. like Maybe. crash this i don't know is it weird to think that melody of memory is is a is worse full price than like crash 4 or is that just me just not understanding Kingdom Hearts? To, I mean, to a degree. I the know. only people that are going to buy Melody of Memory are Kingdom Hearts fans. And I think to Kingdom Hearts fans, yes. Like I that's, think, that's wild. Yes. I okay. No, I think like on the same, like both of those games, I think comparative to each other from a Kingdom Hearts fans perspective, I think yes, gotcha. this should both be 40. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I see. So... Um, just because like there is going to be story stuff that sets up the next arc or whatever so yeah um november 19th cyberpunk 2077 it's very true it's very true uh 2077 i'll see you in 2021 you know what i'm saying i will see you next year maybe probably yeah. Kevin, this is my holdup. Oh shit! Damn. Wow, look at that. Look how far we've come. Remember those nine city wires? We were we were very impressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keanu Reeves, that was great. Mm-hmm. Now, now look at us, man. Now man. let me explain. Mm-hmm. I'm saying hold up because I listen, The Witcher 3 is an incredible game. I love that game. It is very, very good. This genre, first-person RPG with shooting, is brand new to CD Projekt Red. All I'm saying is reel back the expectations a tiny, tiny bit. Maybe the shooting doesn't feel 100% right. Maybe the driving isn't perfect. Maybe it's a smaller-scale city than you expect it's going to be. All I'm saying is this game is not going to be the second coming. So just be okay with that. <laughs> Go into the game being okay with the fact that maybe it's an eight. You know, right? I think that is the thing right. to enjoy it the most. Prepare yourself to be okay with that, <laughs> and then you're you'll be fine. That's all I'm saying here. Because again, yeah. I'm gonna play Cyberpunk eventually. It's gonna be great, I'm sure. But I'm not getting it at launch, and. There's a chance it's not a ten. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Right, right. You know. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. It's just like, man, even the concept of like playing that game already sounds like a fatigue. Like, like, like it, like it sounds like a massive deal in terms of like yeah. time. You know, cleared a month. Yeah, like, like that's 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 gonna be a thing. You know. Um. And and there's just too much around that I'm more interested in, and 
I'm going to wait for the PS5 version, of course. So yeah, that that too. You know, yeah, like because even well. with you on a PS5, uh, anybody buying a next gen system, the next gen optimized version, which will have improvements, not ready yet. Yeah. So if you want it to be like the showcase of next gen, it's probably going to run a little smoother on the next gen consoles than it will on the higher end of the current gen. But like the big noticeable jump will be when they do the update. Right. Right. Uh, but that does not matter because on November 20th, I will be playing my hype. As it stands right now, I still want to see a little more of it, but uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Mm. This is a fascinating project because I, I've never seen the Zelda team like give another studio like a a canon huge chunk of a story they're telling and be like hey do this for us and it's going to be canon it's going to be in line with the story we're telling like Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is a prequel that sets up the story of Breath of the Wild and a lot of people are saying this based on how it looks and like the, the amount of talent that they're sharing with the Zelda team in terms of making it a full experience with Breath of the Wild too there's going to be a Zelda Breath of the Wild trilogy mm. and this is part of that right it's a very different game but like story wise uh, aesthetically uh, the, the, the biggest takeaways of it the scope, the scale, everything on that level is very integral to the entire story of that initial game and i'm just su- surprised it exists yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. definitely yeah so it's 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 definitely like i think the whole prospect of it like directly being a prequel is just really interesting you know yeah like we we've, we've talked about that how like you feel that like maybe like this will be what i need to uh to play breath of the wild all the way through you know yeah maybe but because like even that zelda has never really done a consecutive story thing like ocarina of time to majora's mask is the same link but that's it Mm. like there's a timeline that exists you can believe it if you want to you don't have to it's really not important but this is a full-blown we have a narrative and a world that we set up in breath of the wild this is a prequel to this that sets up that story and may have implications on the sequel that's hitting maybe sometime next year right but so like within the series they've never done anything like that as well so i i think it's a very interesting project um even if it's just okay gameplay wise i'm interested to see how it goes i'm not sure yet if i'm getting it day one but like this is something that is fascinating and i'm here for it Mm. so Got to four hear. more games. Good to hear. December 1st, we got Don't Nod's Twin Mirror. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Now, Kevin, you missed out on Tell Me Why, I just because it's only on Xbox. I did. But you're going to be able to experience Twin Mirror, which, as far as I know, is a complete one thing. It's not episodic. It's one thing. Hello. 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 
<laughs> I, I think you cut out for a second. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game, but I intentionally don't want to see anything about it other and like sure. Yeah, I I want to be as blind as possible. You know what I'm saying? And I'll mm-hmm. just play it when I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'll I'll get to and I think there's gonna be time in December for me to just you know take a yeah. night play it through. You know. And yeah. I think you're right on it not being episodic. I forget how long it is or like what they're actually doing with that in terms of it not being episodic, but mm-hmm. uh but I'm definitely looking forward to this for sure. I love Don't Nod, obviously. Mm-hmm. Big fan. So you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. The last thing of theirs I played was Life is Strange, the original. Mm-hmm. So I'm I don't know again when I'd be able to play tell me why or anything like that but twin mirror is on the like i'm i'm looking at it <laughs> the setup <laughs> seems very interesting yeah so yeah um december 3rd immortals phoenix rising <sighs> man man where are you with this game I don't know, man. Like, I I know I'm going to check it out, right? Definitely. But I just don't know. And you know what? I don't even know if I'm going to check it out. I don't know. I really wanted to play this, but... And, like, I feel like ultimately, like, I probably still will, you know? It's just, like, having this game so close to Odyssey, it's like, I'm not going to be done with Odyssey in November. That's not happening. You know, Valhalla. Sorry, Valhalla. I- I'm not going to be done with Valhalla uh, uh, in November, you know? So I think this will be pushed to 2021. Like, this will probably be pushed to 2021 for me specifically. But mm-hmm. I do still think it looks intriguing enough that I still do want to wanna check it out and see how it ends up being, you know? And I could easily see this game being you know not the greatest thing in the world you know i could see it not hitting the marks that we hope it would hit for sure because mm-hmm. it's already a tall thing to be known as hey this is the team from odyssey like like that's not a light thing anymore yeah. you know so we will see yeah. man we will see we will see i kind of pulled the 180 on this game um I'm just not super into it after I saw the the updated version of it. Um, it is a shameless <laughs> Breath of the Wild clone. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what, how the Odyssey team does some of those things, like how they deal with a world that's designed like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm good right now. I, I'm, I'm mainly just curious to see what the reception is like. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And lastly, December 8th, I threw this on here just because it has something I love. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2. Hitting everything. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta so, have a little Tetris. Uh, there is every game that we have the slightest pulse on <laughs> coming from now until the end of this year. To some, Kevin, I don't think you did a hold up. I think the hold up 
is gonna have to go and you hate to see this christian you hate to see this i think it's gonna be Watch Dogs legion you know what i'm saying it's it's I, it, the it, second that we talked about it, i knew that's what your pick was gonna be it's a tragedy it's fallen from grace seemingly the game's not out so who knows but it's just man they man you hate to see this you it, it sometimes i'll i'll wake up in the cold sweat christian and be like, what have they done to Legion? Like, what what happened? What happened? Yeah, we had a crappy protagonist. We got a great one. We got a great story in the second one. You know, things are looking up, and then it, 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 it's like we've fallen back to where we were. You know, I don't know. Man. I think that's fair. I don't want to play as a grandma. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, but you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I guess I don't. You're right. Yeah, but like genuinely, I do think there's something to be be concerned about. Like, I feel like it has to be proven that being able to play as anybody can still carry like a good story, right? Like, yeah, they have to prove that. You know exactly. Which like I don't even know how those fees will even work. Like I don't even, yeah. you know, that's just yeah. weird to me. I don't know. We'll see. We, we will see. So, in summary, Kevin's holdup is Watch Dogs Legion. And his hype is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Let's go, baby. My holdup is Cyberpunk 2077. Controversial. And my hype is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity with a very strong wink to Yakuza Like a Dragon. (laughs) What's my strong wink? Um, Um, Honestly, yeah, I I was going to say that. I think my strong wink, you know what? Valhalla as well could definitely get that strong wink. But I think in terms of, like, you know, bringing it home to some nostalgia, you know. Yeah. Maybe that Cold War campaign could be some something for the books, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, usually COD campaigns are good. Usually COD campaigns usually don't miss, you know. They're, yeah. they're fun through and through, so we'll see. We will. But until then, Kevin, where can people find you? YouTube.com says plays in source. Uh, as of this recording, you can watch episode one of crash Four, it's about time playthrough as well uh then over the weekend you know after you're done watching the friday drill clicks games cast you get road two weekends all until uh up until ps5 comes out as well as a little bit afterwards you get road two weekends so you get road to miles rallis debuting this weekend saturday 10 a.m as well as road to ps5 on sundays so you get a nice friday saturday sunday from the boys you can uh consume all that content if you will and then yep we we got videos going up of course on the channel we uh did you can watch that famous uh you know stream where i reacted to the new peter character model and we did an overview of what else was new with spider-man remastered that was pretty cool as well twitter at ps vids all that good stuff christian where can people find you uh, you can follow me on twitter instagram and twitch at Chris N. Buckley, like I said, I got October streams planned for the Twitch account. So if you if you want to see any of those, uh, that schedule should be pinned on my Twitter page by the time this episode's out. Um, YouTube.com slash JoyClicks is where you are. If you're watching this episode, uh, if you are here and you're new to the channel, you stuck your way through the live premiere, if you're hanging out in the chat, thank you. Uh, be very appreciated if you gave the video a like. Um, let us know what your hypes and holdups are. We ran through a lot of them. If we missed any, please let us know. Um, 
And again, if you're new to the channel, be sure to sub because we are very close to 2,000. Uh, inching forward every day. I think we're about 100 away now. So we're almost there. Um, the show's also available on audio services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Play, all the things that you want to get it on. And if you have it on a service where you can rate or review the show, I know you can do this on Apple Podcasts, it'd be greatly appreciated because it takes just a second, helps the show out a ton. And uh, Kevin, I, I don't know if you're aware, but on this channel, we have, in this podcasting network, mm -hmm. we own the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. It's very true. It's very, very Excelsior true. releases every Saturday. It's very true. I, we have competition. We have to. We have to like get the show to be on par. You know, mm. we got. We gotta. We gotta get chase those numbers. <laughs> you know. Wait, are you saying Gamescast n n needs to compete with Excelsior? Because I'm down for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Look, y'all may be number one, but I mean. The champ is not on that podcast for a reason. You know? Yeah, I mean, if I may, you know, I mean, I think I think this show just having the champ deserves five stars. Oh, from the audience, yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. From 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 what, what other perspective? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, were you just like aware of the the thing I just said to you? Like, dude, were you like? No, so okay, so what actually happened was I was checking the email. Someone got into my Ubisoft account. That's what happened. Oh no! But it's cool. I set up uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, the two-step exactly. verification. So yeah. you can take my password, but you can't take my SIM card. You know, you can't take that. Right. But well, well truer words we ever said. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna do it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah. Until next week, hope to see you on the streams in between, and it's pizza time. It's pizza time.